Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. We are talking about the long-awaited Twin Peaks Season 3, The Returned. <laughs> the Returned. Oh Who knew? Returned. The best return since Jesus, if you ask my opinion. <laughs> uh, maybe it gives it a run for its money because it was more than three days. Uh, wow, I am. Uh, I mean, that this this intro doesn't even do this. What we're talking about justice. I feel really bad. Uh, All I can say is the stars turn and a time presents itself. <laughs> Wow, that sounds like every other day. <laughs> Since the beginning of time and stars. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know where to start. I'm not going to pretend like you know this is any other podcast uh, where we have some some semblance of what we're doing. Uh, you know, some we've never podcast about Twin Peaks before. We've talked about it, but we've never done it. Never done a real Twin Peaks podcast. Uh, and on top of that, we're we're talking about the the you know new twin peaks and and the first particularly the first two uh parts of uh this new season three parts, and, please. Um, never episodes they're apparently not episodes um they're parts and uh yeah so i don't know where to start except to say um you know I thought it was amazing. Uh, I mean, the, again, like we're going to be <laughs> using words that don't quite capture, I think, uh, our intentions, uh, because I, I just think it was it was, um, you know, f- phenomenal. It was it was more than I could have ever hoped for. Literally, just just completely. I, you know, I didn't know what I wanted, and they and, and they knew what I wanted. Mark Frost and David Lynch knew what I wanted, <laughs> and they gave it to me. They like drowned me in it. You know, like it was it was so thick with uh, the syrup of <laughs> Lynchian uh, goodness that uh, yeah, it was it was great. I yeah, I just couldn't believe I was. Just, I'm watching it going. Am I am I dreaming this? Is this reality? Like. <laughs> How can it be this good? How can it just like do everything I want it to do, um, and uh, and and more? Yeah. So uh, you and I have not really said anything uh, to each other. I didn't other. want to. I wanted to save and, it for this and, moment. In like the twenty-four hours that uh, this thing's kind of been on, uh, so which is a feat because usually we do a little bit pre-podcast talking mm-hmm. uh, intimation um but uh but yeah so i'm i'm curious what do you think what did you think? <laughs> oh man i feel like uh you start with that and i feel like i'm gonna be talking for like three hours but um like because it's just like what, what did you think so i can't summarize that briefly this is, our, this is our general so this is our initial reaction podcast so um you know we're recording this the day after uh, uh, the premiere uh we will be following this up with a more in-depth podcast later in the week so uh you know i've only seen the two episodes once justin i think you saw them twice you gotta yep. rewatch it. i did a rewatch today uh, yeah so i barely even know what i saw it was i it didn't was, i barely knew what i saw i got about i swear i got like 40 percent of it the first time i i missed so much it was ridiculous like, I couldn't believe how many details just went right. Because I couldn't even think straight when it was mm-hmm. playing. I mean, mm-hmm. 
I was so wrapped up, like really basic things were happening on screen and I wasn't even noticing them because <laughs> I was just like hypnotized by the craziness. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, it was uh, like, what, so what happened? And yeah, it's, uh, uh -huh. I just, I couldn't, I really couldn't take it all, all in. I, I wasn't, I couldn't even process it. Like I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, all day and uh uh you know trying to do normal things and and uh and it's like how can you do normal things when yeah it felt like today should have been a, a national holiday so yes. we could all have like taking some time off to think about this i was yes. really like is no one else it's just like how's everyone going to work normally i like, know i know last night like you know uh this the stars turned and the time presented itself. <laughs> i know I know. And, 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 you know, there's some people who didn't even watch this or, you know, haven't even seen Twin Peaks. And I mean, if you haven't, if you haven't seen Twin Peaks before, I mean, it, it is obviously like expanding the world a lot, but, uh, I think this is really hard to digest if you've never seen Twin Peaks before. Yeah, yeah. Someone asked me if they should watch the if they really need to see the the, the, the previous stuff, and it uh, you can't uh, be more emphatic to say yes. Yeah, it's impossible to understand what's happening. There's no context. The show does no. not treat it like you don't you like you haven't seen it before. It makes no inroads for you in this if if you don't know the previous stuff. It doesn't hold your yeah. hand. It plops you right back into where we left off, and um, yeah, you you know you gotta go watch the the first two seasons and, and Fire Walk with me uh, yeah. to even like play this game. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I like I, it's it's just it's really hard to even express. So I mean, the first thing is like generally speaking. I'm a David Lynch fan. You know, I've enjoyed uh, yeah. his movies, you know, besides Twin Peaks. I mean, I always like Twin Peaks, but also, you know, Lost Highway, uh, Mulholland Drive, mm -hmm. to a lesser extent, Inland Empire, um, Blue Velvet, Eraserhead, you know. I mm -hmm. mean, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of his movies and his style. Um, I liked Rabbits before he put it in Inland Empire. Mm -hmm. um, Inland Empire does have its moments i think it's not uh great overall but it's definitely not a complete pile of shit um yeah. and uh uh so just having something new from david you know i mean he hasn't made anything really in terms of uh you know sort of uh, a big project since uh inland empire yeah. uh which was uh i think 10 years ago um so uh, having a new thing, I mean, not just a new thing. I mean, we're talking, this is like, this mm -hmm. doesn't happen on TV shows very often. Like, the idea that, uh, you know, uh, Mark Ross and David Lynch wrote all the episodes, and David Lynch is directing all the episodes. Yeah. Um, like, that's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen a TV show. Uh, sometimes you have, you know, one writer writing them all, but I've never seen where it's director directing all, especially a director like David yeah doing 10 18 hours of stuff like i mean that's just crazy mm -hmm. um so uh having that alone uh is exciting because you know you, and you go into this thing and there's a lot of stuff in here that reminds me of you know obviously of twin peaks of things from his movies um it totally feels like his style 100 percent mm -hmm. 
Um, which isn't, I mean, it really shows like the contrast of like, you know, the other things that are sort of influenced or have like a takeoff yeah. like of Twin Peaks and like what the actual thing was. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really different. And I think no one else can really do this thing. No, no. <laughs> No one else has the fortitude to really pull it off. I think some of those scenes, I mean, you know, the scenes in the lodge where Cooper is not really ever talking very, very, you know, and yeah. this, you know, this, he talks a couple times, but, but even yeah. those moments when you cut to the character and they don't say anything for yeah. several shots, yeah, you know, like that's the kind of thing that, makes you you know it insists upon itself you know what i mean <laughs> it doesn't uh it doesn't slow itself down i thought that was that was a, a thing that i really noticed about uh, the this this very lynchian style um that has not changed like this is the same feeling that goes all the way back to his early stuff you know and yeah and it didn't change, you know what I mean? It, it, they didn't modernize Twin Peaks to make it fit in. Yeah, uh, no. I think it shows that his style is 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 you know modern. Is it, it's it's of the time because it's beyond the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, that's that. What I thought was that was a, a real sort of feat of just sort of proving a, a sort of point that no one was probably asking, but just you know that idea of like. Is the pacing going to work? This was an early '90s show, right. you know. And it was already slow pacing because it's David Lynch, you know. And right. what does it have to do? And I thought, yeah, basically nothing. It's yeah. it's David Lynch TV show. Here it is, guys. And uh, yeah, I just couldn't couldn't believe uh, just every moment. I thought in the beginning it was just like every shot, every moment, every decision they made. I was just like, this is just incredible. This is just incredible. In terms of like modernizing, I think the main thing that stood out to me was just that the credit sequence the title credit sequence is much shorter than it Uh was you know because like that's something that as time went on in tv like the credit sequences title sequences got like shorter and shorter Mm -hmm. and it's just not if you watch the original show like and you know i've i've rewatched it recently uh that title sequence is long yeah it goes on and on and on and uh uh, you know, if you watch a TV show from the last 10 years or so, like, you'll never see a credit sequence that that's, that's that long. And mm-hmm. so they, I mean, they use the same music and, like, the same or similar, I guess, like, general ideas, but, um, uh, but like, cut down. I think that was the only sort of concession to modern TV. But I noticed that even, like, the technology, you know, that they had was, like, kind of old-fashioned-y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really cool to see these places in HD though. That was really interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. See those shots and uh, and it's just in and, and widescreen, you know, uh, yeah. was very interesting. But yeah, I remember there, there's a, there's a moment where there's a guy, the guy's using a cell phone, and even though I think it's just a normal cell, phone, like it's a big cell phone, uh, yeah. it, it just looked old timey. <laughs> don't know how. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, called back to like those early 90s big phones even though it was like a smartphone it just looked did something with the the case they chose or something it did made it made it feel like retro modern even though Mm -hmm. it was just cell phone i thought that was interesting there's like there's a laptop computer that's like glitching somehow like i was like why is the laptop glitching like like it's an analog signal or something it was so weird (laughs) 
Like, what the fuck is this? And then I noticed that the, in the, the, there's a scene in the motel room in part two. If you look at the telephone that's sitting there, it's like, it's one of those, like, it's not rotary. So, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a step in the modern direction. But it's the next oldest after rotary. I mean, it's that little, like, same shape with yeah. the cradle and then the digits, you know, on the body of the telephone, like, kind of telephone. Yeah. <laughs> um... But but yeah, generally generally I thought um, I was just in real disbelief that we were really living in this reality where we get to see Twin Peaks again, and every time uh, you know an actor was shown for the first time on screen was just a revelation. Yeah yeah yeah. I stayed away from basically any information about this show. I knew that there were two actors who uh, had died in the you know right years besides that i didn't know anything about the casting so every time somebody came on i was just like oh my you know and it's like your old friends are back you know and it's yeah and it got and i felt like emotional in a way because you know like these just this whole experience you know this this human project of making this this tv show and these people coming back after all this time to revisit these characters and to like you know put themselves back in this world for our entertainment you know and to and and for them to sort of collectively tell this story i just it was just like really powerful because yeah these these things don't really happen like you know um things yeah. don't really act like that in this in this sort of pure way you know where it's like you get the the old band is back together for one last tour or something mm-hmm. you know? and um and but you know it's their last tour you know what i mean you know yeah. like it's not like they're back forever. They're back for this one last, you know, greatest hits. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I just thought it was, you know, and just, you know, moment after moment. It's like, how are my favorite moments of Twin Peaks now in these first two episodes? How did that happen? You know, like, that's insane to me, you know, uh, that I'm like, this is crazy. That in like three, four, five, six, seven things, I'm like, holy crap, these are all my favorite things now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, you know, and it's, and this is just the first two of, of 18 uh, parts. And I, I just don't understand how they're going to keep, keep up a pace like this or, or, you know, know um yeah I'm, uh, there's there's so many so many questions but yeah overall i was just uh, my expect you know we were trying to lower our expectations you know we talked about that a couple times and uh because you know what what could this be and i i just was resigned that you know whatever it is will be something interesting because it's david yeah. Lynch. yeah 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 uh it, 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 he, he wouldn't do like a boring reunion show yeah, but I thought like even if it's like cool, but like Inland Empire or something, where it's you know not the most interesting thing or right. it's a little middling. But I thought I thought they came out swinging, man. I, it felt like a heavyweight, like just coming out swinging, boxing. You know, I'm just just unrelenting, uncompromising vision and execution. And no, you know what I mean. Not like and, and no, like uh, we're gonna gear. You know, all the crazy stuff will be later. You know, or we'll we'll. Rant no, they it. went. They went all. They start with the giants. I was just like, Jesus. Yeah. No pugilistic man they were just like hitting you with these things and didn't care to slow down for you and let you catch up and um and yeah i just was it was um you know like i told you before like uh i felt bad for anyone who had to go write tv you know <laughs> like you have to go to i mean it's a great job right but damn if you have to go to work after seeing that like what are you doing at your job yeah you know? 
uh, because this is what this, this guy's doing. This is what's in his head, you know, and um, and uh, and, you know, we'll I guess we'll get I don't know how we're going to really. You know, we have no structure for this podcast, but you know the uh, the evolution of the arm. I just have to say, uh, it was almost like Matthew Barney Craymaster level. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. Uh, 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 which was really, really, really insane. But um, uh, yeah, just uh, I forgot what I was going to say about that. I'll remember it later. But um, yeah, just like the craziest stuff was happening, and. Uh, and I just, yeah, it just, it felt unreal. I just kept going, is this really happening? Are we re- is this, this is Twin Peaks 25 years later? And like these, you know, and these characters are just, you know, some of them are the same <laughs> in a funny way. And, uh, but yeah, all the other stuff that's happening and the new characters they introduced were, were crazy. And um, I thought that shot of New York City, like we've never seen a Lynch, like Lynch in like a big city like that. You know, um, the, you know, like Mulholland Drive was L.A., but like yeah. L.A. was shot kind of quaint, you know, in a way. It was very um, um, sort of um, uh, myopic, you know what I mean? Like it was, you know, it just it felt like a small town yeah. in L.A. because um, the story was so contained. You it was know, focusing but, on Hollywood, too, yeah. not like the general big city. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, and yeah, exactly. So it made Hollywood feel like this like small town, you know. Yeah. And and so I feel like we've never really seen like Lynch in a big modern city like that, and like that shot of New York City was insane. It just really caught me off guard. I just not was not expecting that, and then and then it like looked fake. I just yeah. Like, I've never seen this a uh, shot of New York City look so fake. <laughs> um, it was so yeah, strange. It was hyper real, and then they and then it started reminding me of Dark City. Like once it cut from that aerial shot to like that really low shot looking up of uh, the building, which is oh, like right. German expressionism, like film noir style direct, you know, cinematography. And I was just like, oh my, you know, the buildings weren't moving, but I'm like, this is Dark City, you know, right. this is these same shots. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I was just hooked. I mean, it was yeah, just the the first like probably half hour i did was probably holding my breath or something <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah yeah that was a crazy thing to start with like i mean it's not right the very first thing but like right towards the beginning we get introduced to that idea of like this room with this box thing and you know this guy's just staring at it and nothing's really happening and then he's like putting microchips in a thing i or i guess i don't know what those are tapes uh, i think he was mini I think discs was, yeah and i think those are like storage discs storage i think discs, he was yeah adding, or as the storage got filled yeah 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 like the the cameras are recording and he's just storing the the data in little uh, bins or something mm-hmm. um but you know i mean just to take like it's you know you've waited 25 years like so uh, yeah. now we're just going to sit and watch this guy sit there. I'm going to show you some new characters. Yeah. That's yeah. Really and, interesting. And, in yeah. New York City, like, New York could, City. could it be, like, you know, farther away from Twin Peaks? Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like this should have nothing to do with Twin Peaks yep. <laughs> at all. Yep. yep. Um, I mean, that's one of the things about the new show that's kind of crazy. Like, it's really uh, expansive. Like, we have yeah. stuff in, in New York City. 
There's a, there's a story in South Dakota. And yeah. then we also have like one scene that's in Las Vegas. Um, okay. And, you know, and, and the Twin Peaks stuff. Yeah. They brought back, what's his name from Mulholland Drive and from Lost. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I got to say those were, when I saw Balthazar Getty, I mean, oh, Balthazar Getty. Okay. I, I just couldn't. Cause you, the the style was calling for them, and I and I really was like, and I, I did remember thinking, because uh, something reminded me of lot, because I was of course thinking about Lost Highway as I was watching this, and I remember thinking, oh man, yeah, this feels like a similar world, Lost Highway, blah blah blah. But when I saw Balthazar Getty, I just was like, just, I mean, you're it's just. It's it's like Christmas upon Christmas upon Christmas, you know. It just it's just like I felt so unworthy of this show, <laughs> and then uh, and then fucking uh, Jackie Treehorn uh, shows up from you know, uh, well that was his character on Mad Men, but you know uh, the guy. This was the guy in Las Vegas, right? Um, from uh, from Mulholland Drive, who had the dream about the person behind the trash can. Jackie Treehorn. Yeah, wasn't that his name on on? Uh... Jackie Treehorn is from Big Lebowski. Oh, sorry. <laughs> who, are, who are you talking? The porn, the porn guy from Big Lebowski. He was sorry. Uh, it's like, who are you talking about? You remember the remember the guy who like Don had to deal with? He was like a, the actor guy who insulted everybody, and his wife was like trying to hit on Don all that time. Uh, but it's the oh, same. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, that guy. That, it's that guy. It's the guy from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I forgot what is. Sorry, Jackie. <laughs> <Jenny> my... <laughs> God, my guys are up. Um, but anyway, yeah, when, you know, sometimes I was just like, I couldn't believe it, like getting him in here, and then and then I saw that guy. Yeah, yeah the guy from uh, Mulholland Drive, and I'm like, listen, if Bill Pullman shows up, I'm just <laughs> really gonna have to slip my wrist here. <laughs> like, I really won't be able to handle it if we get more Lynch actors in this thing because it's yeah. just already this like culmination of like his you know twin peaks his best work for tv you know and like yeah it, it just and then you're gonna bring in the film people too like i just was yeah it was uh i was just too ecstatic yeah 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 um so i think i mean i think like i it's hard for me to uh I, like it was i think you know Within, like, what was possible, it was about as good as it, it, it could have been. Like, I can't imagine... I can't imagine how it could have been better. I mean, th you know, there are certain things that, like, I, I will question as we start talking about it that I, you know, didn't necessarily like. But just in general, like, um, I, I don't think it could have been much better. But I think... Um, uh, you know, for me, like, my history... I mean, with the show, I've been... I mean, I, I think the first time I watched Twin Peaks was probably in the 90s. Uh, it would have been, like, I think it was after, I think I saw Lost Highway first, and then I went to go watch Twin Peaks. And, uh, you know, it was on VHS. Uh, it was on the EPs. So, so like, it, you yeah. know, they could fit six hours on there. Mm -hmm. um, but the trade-off was that the quality was terrible. I mean, VHS was bad enough already, but this was, like, yeah. bad quality VHS. Uh, and that's how, that's how I originally watched Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. Um, for a long time, you couldn't watch the original pilot. You could only watch the pilot with the European ending, um, which has like a, to goes in a totally different weird direction. Um, that's tangentially related, mm -hmm. um, to what actually happens in the series. 
And then uh, the DVDs came out uh, only season one, but without the pilot. That was the first thing. <laughs> yeah. And then season two came out. Wow, finally we get season two, but you know, still no pilot. And then the gold box came out where we finally got the pilot, but mm-hmm. no Firewalk with me. And then after that, finally, the Blu-rays, they have the pilot, seasons one and two, and Firewalk with me together. That was the first time that happened. And that was only a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't long. Anyway, over the years, you know, with uh, various, like, formats, I mean, I probably watched the series and Firewalk with me ten times, something yeah. like that. I mean, I was watching it once a year for a while. More recently, it's been more like once every two years. Um, yeah, I rewatched it for knowing the new series was coming back, and I rewatched it, like, a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. So I've seen it a lot. I mean, I'm, you know... I'm a big fan of the original series. Yeah. And I think like it's it's the kind of thing where just like just like if they brought back Lost, like mm-hmm. no matter how good it is, no matter how interesting it is, the original has such a mythic quality in my mind that mm-hmm. even if this is better in some sense, it's it's it still feels like a separate thing. It does not feel mm-hmm. like it's part of, you know what I mean? It feels separate or somehow, I don't know. It doesn't feel like the original thing. It's closer to Fire Walk With Me than the original series. Yeah. What I find interesting, though, is I think that's good because what, what I agree. Like, what's powerful to me about this is is how, you know, the line, I'll see you again in 25 years. If that line was not in the original you know, if that you know, if that wasn't set up in that way, this 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 would have a bit of a different feel to me, you know. Uh, but it feels like a a bit of an achievement to kind of have this cyclical story, you know, and even the whole idea of like you know Bob and those people, you know, coming out every certain often, you know, that whole cyclical part of this that that story, you know, like like to me that. That adds this other quality to it that um, that that makes it super special because it's hard to you can't really plan that you know what I mean you can't be for sure that in two decades you'll get to revisit your thing again you know um, right so it's just this like you know it's like kismet that it all aligned you know and on top right. of that it's really good you know um so yeah so I, I i totally can i totally agree it doesn't feel like um it feels separate um but it should because you know because time has passed for us time has passed for the characters and you can't mm-hmm. not feel that time you know yeah. and and i think that play it plays to the advantage of the story that that time is real for us you know versus like if they if season three had come out you know back in the 90s but they had totally different years it's not the same you can jump 25 years all you want but your audience hasn't lived that long yeah time and that's what that's what really is getting me about this is not just that it's back and all this but that it it had this kind of built-in profit to it um and 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 so you know we're back along with the characters to kind of like you know it's kind of like um you know uh a bit of that feeling with um with it you know with uh you know when the kids have to fight the monster again when they're adults you know that that feeling of everybody coming back and the first aligning yeah 
for uh, for this, you know, for this revisiting of of the the original situation, you know. Um, but but yeah, just the real world, you know, uh, you know, uh, minutia of how the show got produced and back together. It's just a miracle that it all worked out, you know. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, and for me, I haven't seen Twin Peaks the 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 first two seasons as much as you have. I think I've probably only seen it maybe three times, four times total mm-hmm. um, in 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 all of its to- totality. I'm more of a, of a of a of a fan of the movies. That was more of my thing. Right. Um, I also saw uh, Lost Highway first. Um, I think you might have told me about it. I don't actually remember. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's how that worked yeah. back in high school days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, there, there are two, there are two movies that you know. I, I I grew up like most of us watching you know movies and TV and falling in love and yeah. I have a, there's a lot of things that like are attached to my childhood and I feel like I'm inspired by, but there's only two movies that inspired me enough to make me want to pursue filmmaking. And one was dark city. Yeah. And the other was lost highway. And I remember, I don't know if I was applying to film school or I was writing an essay, but I remember saying this phrase that, that, um, dark city taught me, uh, 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 dreams could be movies, and Lost Highway taught me nightmares could be movies. <laughs> and I felt like those two things kind of yeah. went hand in hand. And uh, and so Lynch has a, a really really special place in my heart. I mean, my is like after watching the you know these first two episodes, I'm like, yeah, my favorite writer director. Who else? Who else? <laughs> Who else? You know, step up to the plate. Who do you, who do we got? I mean, I'm like Christopher Nolan. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? I love me some Christopher Nolan, but but come on, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's not. It doesn't even come close, you know. And, yeah. and like, um, so to me, to have the person who you know has inspired me in such as this huge way and whose whose voice as an artist like is just completely unmatched and singular and like no one's even trying to do what he's doing yeah yeah it's not even close and and have like that come back you know after all these years later and to just to be just as hard-hitting and just just as um shocking and just as like um inspiring like i'm I like literally i have not this is this is the feeling people chase their entire lives you know that that feeling of you know being in the zone or being inspired or you know the the thing that made you want to be whatever you wanted to be when you were a kid you know or like that first time you saw your favorite band at a concert you know what i mean and you go to 50 concerts after that to chase that feeling and like that's yeah. what this like to me was like here's that thing again here's that thing you didn't know you could ever actually feel again where you were just inundated with pure like unabashed creativity and like limitless and i'm watching the show going anything's possible anything's possible anything's possible you know like the you know i'm like one of the scenes in 
the Black Lodge, and I'm just like trying to figure out what's going to. And I'm literally telling myself, anything's possible. I'm in a situation where anything is possible, and you you can almost never say that on a TV show, you know, um, you know, like that. Any at, at this moment, anything could actually happen, you know. Right. Uh, and that's what I was going to say about the evolution of the R. Just to jump back to that, is 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 to get to something that insane and crazy and interesting and dark and twisted, and it to be 100% justified. I, I mean, God damn, you know, I, I literally was just like clapping out loud as I was watching it by myself. I was just like, bravo, bravo, guys. I mean, you really did it. I mean, you, I'm watching a brain on a stick and, and I'm sorry, a talking brain on a stick and it's completely justified. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, you know, and it was just like moment after moment. Yeah, I couldn't that, but that so yeah, so it's, if you pitch that idea to me, I would say that sounds ridiculous. It's, it's just, yeah, but so yeah, so just like you, you know, you and I go way back with with Lynch and and oh, being yeah. uh, enamored with his stuff, and you know, uh, you know, Lost Highway is definitely, you know, um, like I said, just just the the film that really was like, oh, this is this is what movies can do, you know, a movie can be. Uh, this strange and wonderful and uh you know and uh so it's yeah again it's it's just crazy to 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 have you know someone like lynch who is great at this stuff you know uh, that's the other feeling i had i'm like now i understand what it would be like if you know you were around when like da vinci was doing shit Right. You know, Michelangelo, you know, or like, you know, Copernicus is, uh, or I mean, uh, like Galileo, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, I got this telescope. Let me show you something. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, and he tells you, you know, um, uh, the, the earth revolves around the sun or whatever, you know, it's just like mind blowing. You know, I just, it just felt like a master at work and, uh, and, it was just like, wow, this, where were you when Twin Peaks season three aired, you know? Yeah. Uh, it just, yeah, it felt, it felt way more than like a normal TV show. It just didn't feel like a TV show. It felt like an event, you know? Definitely. Yeah, this is, I can't think about this like a normal TV show at all. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and you know, I know that it was uh, written and sort of conceived as a whole thing. And so like, the, the divisions are, you know, something that they figured out after the fact. Um, and so, like, I think even more so than most shows, like, it, it the season really is, like, a complete thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, the individual episodes don't really have, like, clear arcs or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of here's like... That happened, and here's some more stuff that happened. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And like it fits together. It's continuing the same story, but but it's not like, you know, most shows like will will do that within the context of like, but we're telling an individual story this week, you know, mm-hmm. um, that you really didn't have that sense uh, with this episode. So like, um, can we uh, uh, do you want to talk to some specifics? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so I think, like, the number one thing that, like, really threw me about this, where I was like, where I was like, because I, you know, I mean, Twin Peaks fans, if you, you know, remember how the original show ended, 
Uh, it ends with, you know, Cooper comes out of the Black Lodge, and, uh, you know, you see that he's possessed by Bob, and uh, also in, in... What? What about Annie? What about, yeah, exactly. How's Annie? How's Annie? Exactly. How's Annie? Well, I've talked about Annie. Annie's a, a loose thread there, but... Um, uh, and then in Fire Walk With Me, we find out a little more specifically that, um, you know, seemingly like Cooper's doppelganger escaped. Um, and of course, the connection between the doppelgangers and Bob, not 100% clear. But anyway, uh, the, the good Dale, the original one, is actually still in the Black Lodge, right? And so, uh, you know, Annie shows up in Fire Walk With Me in Laura's bed and says the good Dale's in the lodge and he can't leave, write it in your diary, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that was like, I mean, for, you know, fans of the show, I mean, that was the closest we could get to, like, imagining something from season three, you know, that stuff. Yeah. Um, like, where would it go? You know, they would, maybe they could find the di- the page from the diary and then, you know, and, and <laughs> Major Briggs would be involved. And, you know, there was there was a whole thing where it was like, okay, how are they going to rescue Cooper from the, from the Black Lodge, you know? And so, like, when I was thinking about the new series... And I knew, you know, I knew Kyle McLaughlin was going to be in it. Like, that seems obvious. I'm thinking, okay, they're going to have Cooper. And and I'm just, I was just like, how are they going to, I mean, they can't film scenes that took place 25 years ago, right? There's just, I, I mean, the, the, the amount of ridiculous CGI they would have to do. Like, I just don't see Lynch even wanting to do that. You know, like that. How would they show Bob? How would they show Cooper? How would they show, uh oh. You know any of the characters who've aged twenty five years? Did you say how it, it, you know if they were going to pick up back in that time period? Yeah, exactly. Like, like there's no way they can pick up. You know, they, they're not going to do like that X Men scene where they took like Patrick Stewart and yeah. uh, you know like tried to make him look younger with CTI or something. You know, I just that just seems like there's no way they're going to like film an extended. So it's like okay, they're not going to do that. So what are they going to do? And and like I'm thinking, are they going to say like? Oh, Cooper, remember 25 years ago when you were possessed by Bob for a while? Like, I was just trying to imagine, like, how the fuck is this going to... How are they going to pick up the story in a way that makes any sense, but it's 25 years later? And I don't know why it never entered my mind that, guess what? He's been trapped there the whole time. Mm -hmm. And the bad Cooper, the Bob doppelganger Cooper who came out, like disappeared and that's mm. how they can smo- like simply and smoothly get right past that 25 years yep yep you know without like th- there having to be like a ton of details about what happened when he mm-hmm. came out that they have to fill in and um uh and and without having like i mean so Without having like stories for for the real Cooper, you know, um, mm-hmm. to to fill in the meantime. I mean, he's been there the whole time, which is crazy. I mean, that means like, you know, the main character of the series has not experienced the real world since mm-hmm. the early nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, 
sitting in the Black Lodge for 25 years? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. I, I, I'm surprised he, he can sit there so calmly. <laughs> well, clearly time doesn't work the same way but there. But I guess he gets used to it. Yeah, true. Clearly time. You're right. Clearly time and, doesn't and work the same And one way. of the things I w- would be interesting to note if, you know, Lynch would probably never say, but if Mark Frost would ever say, uh, whether or not... You know, if if they could have had these actors, particularly in the Black Lodge, look like they hadn't aged, would they have preferred that? Because right. I, I think, you know, it, it, I think you could have easily said that had the same story with Cooper being in the Black Lodge for 25 years and not aging, you know. Right. But because the actors aged and they don't really have that choice. Right. I wonder, because, you know, particularly with Laura, I think it is a bit weird that she aged. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't... Yeah, they clearly what... wanted to replay that scene from the original. Uh... Yeah. Like, the idea of dead people aging doesn't really make any sense. Right. But... You you gotta have her in the show, right. you know. So what are right. you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that those those are the only two parts where I was wondering if if they would have preferred if ideally you know this uh, you know if it was a novel or something would it be like well they did never age right um but uh, but yeah you're right it was interesting how because I thought the same thing of like okay what do I think is gonna happen you know what 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 is the story and I I guess I was a little bit close because I thought well. There'll be a murder. Someone's investigating a murder. I guess I thought it would be Cooper investigating a murder for yep. some reason. Me too. And and then Me I too. thought um, more like re- the original series. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was. I thought I thought it would start. I thought it would. That, that's exactly right. I thought they would do a, like a callback to how the original started. Yeah. Um. And and uh. But but yeah, it was a bit different than that. And uh, <laughs> to say the least. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. There's so much to talk about. I'm like trying to figure out what I'm saying. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought starting with the and I don't really quite get it. I need to watch it again. Uh, but the black and you know the first shot, Black Lodge, black and white. I was just like genius. Hashtag genius. Because <laughs> I'm like I'm like because that's the thing about the Black Lodge. Like it's so colorful. What's the opposite of that? Black right. and white. Like genius. Just bravo. Like does of course you should of course we should see this in black and white um you know it's just great and then the, uh, the giant was old and just yep, yep. it just, it just again i just felt unworthy i just felt like uh, the the tv watching population does not deserve this like none of us have done anything to deserve this show coming back having the bulk of the cast having the original creators you know what i mean being yeah. on cable because you could tell there was cable there's a couple scenes mm-hmm. cable tv ladies Definitely. And um uh, <laughs> yeah this would not air on abc yeah exactly and um uh yeah so anyway um yeah i even like i said the, even the first shot i was just like i was hooked and um, i couldn't believe they started with that i was like they're gonna start with this mm-hmm. this what? Yeah. And um, honestly, I mean, I'll wa- I have to watch it again, of course. But um, I, I don't, I can't think of anything I didn't like about it. I can't think of one flaw. I really, really, really can't. I, I, there was no, everything was perfect. 
Uh, <laughs> I seriously, I ser- there was nothing where I'm like, oh, I wish they would have done this. Wish they would have done that. I, you know, um, I really can't think of anything. It was just a perfect. Every fucking thing was perfect, and I've never said that about anything. Um, and it, yeah, I just felt like this was just too great. It was too awesome. Uh, I'm gonna run out of words here because. <laughs> I'm just going to start repeating myself <laughs> about great this is. I, uh, I guess, I mean, if we want to get into, like, criticism, I can mention a couple things that I maybe didn't like, or at least, like, I didn't love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh... Well, let's talk about the good stuff first. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, circle back on, uh... Sure, sure. Uh, the criticisms, because uh, I don't think there's any, and, uh... <laughs> I, yeah. I, have, I, have a, I have a few, but, uh, um, uh, yeah, so, okay, 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 you want to focus on the good stuff, well, there's plenty of that, um, so, <laughs> my, my bad stuff segment was going to be, like, 30 seconds, um, my good stuff segment will probably be longer. Okay, let's do 30 seconds of bad stuff, I... I think you're wrong about all of these points. It's just a couple of brief things that, you know, so like generally speaking, like, like evil Cooper, like I found a little bit underwhelming. Like he kind of seemed like a, like an eighties action movie villain or something. Like it, he didn't really have the menace or the manic energy of, of Bob or of like Leland when he was in Bob mode or of the doppelganger Cooper that you see. You know what I mean? He was like no, way more. He shouldn't. Like, he shouldn't have that energy. He's not those. He's not. That's not who he is. It's been. You know, he's living a basically normal life for twenty five years. He's not going to be like, you know, manicked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, I mean, there's no reason for him to maintain that tone. But generally, like, there was something a bit more generic than I would have liked. He kind of looked like Eugene from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, like, I couldn't... Like, someone brought that up on Twitter, and I was like, I can't unsee that now. That's... It's, it's bothering me. Which is just, like, a simple aesthetic thing. And, mm-hmm. and just generally speaking, like, the stuff he was doing... I mean, there was just something very... Um, I don't know, like, I guess, I guess Bob's, like, motives and the, his, the mysterious quality of, like, what he was doing and why was so, so distant in the original series, you know, like, you never really got a clear look at Bob and, like, his plans and his motivations, and I guess, like, getting that in such a clear way. The whole point, the whole point is to get that, you know, like, that's the whole point. It's, but that's that's when I say, like, comparing to the original series, like, it's just hard for me, it's hard for me to, to deal with that, because I, I think of that as something that I, I can never have, <laughs> you know? That, uh, that's, yeah, okay. And, uh-huh. and I guess, like, it just, it brings it down to earth, you know, in a way that, um, you know, felt, felt a little bit, I don't know, a little bit jarring or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I did enjoy the storyline, so I'm not saying I didn't like it at all. It's just, it, it, yeah, it 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 took away some of the mystery, I guess, as far as uh, as far as Bob goes, and and the execution yeah. I I didn't particularly love. I I liked some of his scenes. I liked when he like massaged the guy's jaw until he died. That was weird. Um, yeah, that was cool. Uh, I have a theory about what that was about. Oh, you do. Um, 
What was that? Oh, you do. Do you want to? Do you want to share it now or? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think definitely. I mean, obviously, yeah, I I agree that the aesthetic, I, it obviously makes sense. It, this is what Bob would look like if he was called McLaughlin. Uh, and I thought, you know, they took the original actor, you know, what the original actor was wearing and, you know, made it modern. So he's got like a black leather jacket instead of like a jean jacket. Right. And uh, I, I I generally liked it. I, I was, I did, I was, um uh, cognizant of Kyle McLaughlin's performance as this character more than I wanted to be because from what kind of what you're saying is just it was a little weird in terms of I, I was just trying to figure out like what is he doing as this guy versus what is what is normal Dale Cooper like of course th- that the other Dale we're seeing is in the Black Lodgers isn't exactly normal right but um but yeah I, I you know so I'll agree with you a bit that th- there was something with the execution was a little weird to me in terms of the choices he was making but but in terms of the what you know the revelation of the characters I was just going along with with it because this. It, it, I don't know. To me, it made sense that we would be getting Bob's plan. You know, to me, it basically seemed like Cooper was Bob's loophole. You know, <laughs> it uh, does seem that way. You're right. He basically found a way to like <laughs> stay out of the Black Lodge for 25 years, possibly forever. That's what. That's what I realized. I'm like, oh shit, he yeah. he's his loophole, and, and you he's, know? he able, he was able to switch places, and that was you know how he was able to stay out the whole time. I mean, that was my first thought, actually, when I was thinking about, like, what was this like, you know, seeing, you know, seeing Evil Cooper, uh, you know, in the world after all these years? Like, what, you know, after after literally decades of speculation on what would he do, what what's what's going to happen, mm-hmm. seeing it play out, like, it actually did remind me, it's, it's different, because it's, like I said, it's like, it's mythical, so it, it's hard to even compare. But but I think the closest like the smoke monster on Lost, you know, mm. where it's 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 such an enigmatic, you know, mysterious presence for so much of the show, you know, and then it reveals itself, and that's like a crazy moment, and it's you know it's you know in pretending to be someone else. I mean, it's a similar thing to what happened in Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. but then like in season six, once you see him executing his plan, like. The, the kind of mystique of the character drops. The plan is because when because you know the characters want real world boring things. Right. I think that's the problem, and 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 that's kind of what happens with with uh, Cooper Bob in this these episodes is is he's he's in a in a sort of B movie you know, plot line here. Uh, you know, he's got yeah. some ruffians that he's dealing with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool rider or something. I, I didn't understand. I mean, I guess if we talk about it in detail, we can like go into this more. I was deeply confused about the opening scene. Like, like he he drives up uh, to this place, and and there's like a guard out front that he like knocks out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then the guard comes in and like tries to attack him again, and he knocks him out. Maybe he kills him. I'm not sure what we're supposed to think. Mm-hmm. But, but, and he's like, you need a better guard or whatever he says. Um, but then like, then he's there to like recruit people and they, they, they clearly know who he is and the people go with him. So like, mm-hmm. why was the guy attacking him? Like, I just, I, I, I was, I was just really confused. I, I, I assumed the two people were hiding out there until he came to get them or something like that. 
and and the guy in front clearly are, is was disposable, and so you know he had never seen uh, Cooper or Bob before, uh, and and that's why he tried to stop him. And uh, but yeah, it just he was just a bodyguard who I think has no idea what's going on with these people, you know. Right. Um, yeah, so that that's how I took it. Was, it seems was, like they could have told. I mean, if they, I mean, they knew he was coming. Presumably, it's just like why not just tell the guard? I mean, instead of. I mean, it just seems like such a waste. Well, it's Bob. I mean, he's, he's you know, he's not constrained to human nature, as he would say. Um, no, but I mean the people there, you know? Like, I mean, what Bob did, I get. But, like, you know, like, why didn't they just tell their guard, like, you know, this guy's he, coming. Well, he's not one of them. I don't think he's whatever those people are, are have going on. That guy is not a part of it. I think he's just they don't give a shit. Nobody cares about that guy. He's not. Well, they didn't seem to care. I agree. <laughs> I mean, they like there's no need to tell him. But it's just it's just weird, though. I mean, it's just like, but then why is he even there if nobody cares about him and he's not doing a job that anyone cares? I mean, you know what I mean? It's it just seems like he's there. He's there to stand guard outside and not let anybody in, and he failed. That's why you know <laughs> if he had put up a real fight, you know, the scene would have played differently. You right. know, but. but uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I was a little confused once we saw later, you know, because I thought I, I, I did, I thought these, this was another room full of strange people, like Bob. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, uh, um, inhabiting souls or something who had taken mm-hmm. over bodies or something weird. Yeah. I also, you know, one of the things that this this really made clear, uh, and it's clear in Lynch's other movies too, but it was really clear in this was how he loves incongruity. Um, he loves yeah. big and small put together, um, like the 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 big lady and her little bitty dog. Right. Right. Uh, and like the giant and the little man. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. he really loves these extremes uh, juxtaposed with each other, and and so the first time when 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 Bob goes to this place, and there's that small person in that in the wheelchair, I thought he I thought he was the the dancing man from the first two seasons, because uh, I because I, he said next time you see me it won't be me, and so I thought oh. Oh, him in like a different body, you know, and then I thought the other guy who was like super tall, you know, sitting down was like the giant and i thought they were like in different bodies so my context of this scene was weird to begin with i was like is this what we're seeing you know bob is you know some other version of the lodge or something right right uh but then that clearly did not appear to be the Which case makes sense. i mean they had that whole convenience store thing and fire walk with me That's what I, thought. I thought they were it was a new place they were hanging out yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Um, so i don't really know what to think about it i don't know if these are just regular people and they don't know what bob is at all or like um or if they are inhabiting spirits too and they've taken over those bodies they love casting weird looking people and i mean weird in like a good way you know weird in like a you know interesting way because all of those people looked weird they just had some kind of feature that would that that was like made them seem just a little otherworldly you know yeah 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 definitely yeah um but uh yeah. Oh God, this scene was weird. Yeah. But yeah, I agree that uh, it, it's it's a little strange to to see Bobby be have such a perfunctory you know task to to do. But I didn't mind it because I didn't really I, I didn't really have any expectations otherwise. You know what I mean? And this you know 
I would this it, it makes sense for this part of the story to 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 be to be about that. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, these, you know, that's the problem with with evil incarnate. I think, yeah, uh, is if he if if it wants some kind of tangible goal, uh, that it has to kind of do it's you know that it that it has to kind of facilitate itself. Then you kind of are forced to have these scenes where they're doing kind of like normal regular stuff other people would do, right? You know, um, and that's the only thing I could think that Bob was doing this whole time as Cooper was just like killing. I thought, well, he's probably just like killing and raping. I mean, that's what right. he did before. Or, yeah. You know, um, but but yeah, it's not exactly clear what he's been doing the whole time. Right. Um, besides, it's, it seems clear what he's trying to do right now. But yeah, it's definitely a question, like what he's yeah. been up to all this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it begs the question: was he was he never able to get out from the Black Lodge? You know, how does it square with like what Leland said that you know Bob was visiting him when he was a kid, and is that the same mm-hmm. thing? You know, um, yeah, I mean, that's something that I've thought about for a long time. When they introduced that doppelganger idea in the um, final episode Mm -hmm. of the series, uh, you know, it really throws throws into question, like, the difference. I mean, when we see the doppelganger and then um, the doppelganger is Bob in the mirror, it's like, it's just confusing because it's like, does that mean the doppelgangers are all Bob? And then, like, but is that different from what happened with Leland? Because it seemed like Leland wasn't doppelganger Leland. He was original Leland, possessed by Bob, you know? And so it seemed like it was two different things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is two different things. Yeah, I think it is two different things. So the, Yeah, so then I guess, like, why... I don't know, why were the rules different? Or, what you know, what happened before where he could just possess someone... Uh, whereas now he has to be in doppelganger form to leave, or is like is a part of Bob still in the lodge, and you know part of him is in the doppelgangers, or only some of them, yeah, or <laughs> I think, uh, um, well, what did they say? There's a line that that says they uh, was it Philip Gerard that said that that they need a human host. They feed on pain and sorrow. He feeds on pain and sorrow, and he needs a human host or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of questions, man. There's a lot of questions. Um, uh, yeah, because when Bob, when 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 Leland, so this is a, yeah, this must be a fire walk with me. So after we see, like, you know, spoiler, Leland. Uh, uh, kill Laura, and, he's <laughs> and that was the thing I forgot about that too. Was um, was that you know Laura? Because that that's kind of Laura. You know the the, the sort of plot of Fire Walk with Me is Laura realizing who who's yeah. raping her, right. and so you know that that and it's just so brilliant when when Leland's like I always thought you knew it was me and then Bob's like I never knew you thought it was me and they have the exact opposite like point of view on that it's again it's like a it's like a Lindelof thing where like they have the exact opposite it's like Block and Echo watching the orientation video you know finding out this information from (laughs) Laura they have the exact opposite response it's so interesting yeah uh, and how they both were wrong, and which caused the question. I thought Bob had read her journal, her diary. Well, he found out from the. Di- I guess he's saying before the diary, he never knew. 
she knew it was him. Oh, before the diary. Yeah, I mean, that's because that's what Leland originally says. Your diary. I always thought you knew it was me. Like, he found oh, out oh, from the diary. That's right. That's right. That's, and Bob found out because he found out. Okay, and, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they both found out. What's that shot, right? So when, when uh, that's when Laura kind of realizes it's him is when she, she goes home and she sees yeah. Bob in her room by, yep. behind her dresser where the diary was hidden. Yep. I guess he, it wasn't there because she had already given it to the other, the, the, the claustrophobic guy. Exactly, Harold, yeah. But but he was looking for it. But right. when did he read it if it wasn't then? I'm confused. Well, he had well, already he, read it. So, like, she, she came home, she, she oh, took it right. out. She found out there were pages ripped there out. There were pages ripped out. That's right. So, yeah, he had already looked at it, and I guess he was going for it again. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's when she yeah, runs outside. I'm a bit confused on what, how, you know, the integration of Leland's split personality here, you know, sometimes <laughs> he remembers and sometimes it doesn't. And like, well, you know, yeah. when, it, when, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, we don't have to get into it here, but, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot there. It um, seems like a largely. I mean, uh, we'll see where the series goes. It seems like an irrelevant thing for the for this series. Yeah. Um, but if we ever do a, a retrospective or anything like that, if there's ever a moment to talk about the original series, I mean, the question of like what Leland knew, wh- like how he experienced that that whole time period of of being possessed by Bob and doing those things. What what of what he did was his own motivations and what was Bob's? Can you break that down in some kind of reasonable way? Like yeah. those are like some of the most difficult and uh interesting questions about the original series and uh you know, we could talk about that stuff for a long time cuz that I mean that that one line, I always thought you knew it was me. I mean, that reminds me of, uh, you know, uh, oh, you idiot. You just you just killed the only thing keeping him out. You know, yeah. like, uh, it's like he walks in and just does this, like, complete, like, what? You uh-huh. always thought she knew it was you? What? Mm-hmm. Like, it just completely turns upside down. Like, what I thought they were telling us, you know, in his death thing, he's he's like, I I didn't remember. I had no idea. They made me do these things. I, I didn't know what was happening, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, but I always thought you knew it was me. Like, what? It seems like there's times when he's normal Leland and there's times when he's like a hybrid and he and he has access to the memories, but he's, but he's not. But Bob isn't necessarily inhabiting him. Uh, or, or you know what I mean, sort of a thing yeah. uh, where he's where he can kind of remember, and and it is sort of blocked. You know, there's that scene when uh, when when they're driving in the car and he's sort of kind of remembering, but he's revving the engine so he doesn't have to deal with it. And right. uh, and Laura's like, "Dad, are you okay? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening?" And and it's just such a crazy. Oh god, what a crazy scene! And that um, scene is great. Yeah. Uh, oh man, so so many so many crazy things, but um. Uh, what else? What else? Okay, so, yeah, so uh, the the other small thing that, like... W- okay, would, yeah, one more complaint. Would be, like, it's, I mean, whatever. It's, like, it's not it's not a major complaint, but just, if I, if I must... Um, <laughs> Stu? I, I felt like the scenes, the scenes from the original Twin Peaks characters, like, mm-hmm. I mean, not, like, Cooper, obviously, the Black Lodge stuff was, <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, you want to complain about that? I'm not going to complain about that. I couldn't believe how much of that we got, by the way. Like, I I, yeah, I, didn't, I, I, I wasn't even sure if we were going to see the Black Lodge at all in the new series, or maybe briefly. Like, I 
I never would have guessed that we would get such extended mm-hmm. Black Lodge stuff just in the first two episodes. Yeah, just just as more than what we got before. Way more. It's so it's I mean it's so rare in the original series. There's a dream in episode two, and then you see it in the final episode of the series. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then it's there's some in Fire Walk with me. That's it. I mean it's so it's so so just I. I, the, and the amount of stuff that happens in there is is crazy. Anyway, the the stuff with the original characters, like the scene with Lucy, uh, yeah. the, the scene with Hawk and the Log Lady is kind of an exception because that mm-hmm. does seem like it's tying into things. But um, the scene with uh, Jerry and Ben Horn, um, yeah. the scene with uh, Doc, Dr. Jacoby getting the shovels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just all seemed kind of disconnected from the main plot. You know what I mean? Like the main plot lines, of course, they are also somewhat disconnected. You have the New York thing, the South Dakota thing, a little bit of Las Vegas in there. But uh, Evil yeah. Cooper, like, tied in to some of those and could tie into more as time goes on. And it did seem like there was a connection there. And it seemed like there was an overall narrative building there. But then, mm-hmm. like, those scenes... Oh, and uh, the scene in the roadhouse at the end of part two. Yeah. Um, where it's just like... I mean, I didn't I, I didn't have a problem with the scenes, but it was... Yeah, those are all set up for other things, and there are other storylines that are getting going while we're, you know, watching the main thing go. That right. they're Because you know, they're going to have to take time away from the main storyline at some point, and we'll focus on this other stuff more... Uh, I think the Jacoby thing might might connect, you know, directly. Yeah. Um, How is he going to use three shovels by himself? Just a quick question. <laughs> it was like, no, I got this. What are you going to do with three shovels? Like, I... yeah. Well, we'll find out. He's got three, three holes to dig. Uh, can't Why use you... oh. Okay. <laughs> That's it then. Um, yeah, so one of the moments I loved was, uh, speaking of these, these characters, I mean, the, the hog and love log lady was great. Uh, I mean, just, she's, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if they like, you know, cut the actress's hair or what, you know, cause she looks like she's dying and stuff, but I was just, just so happy to see these people. It was insane. It didn't like that moment. Uh, yeah. Andy and the receptionist and, uh, and her whole thing was just classic comedy. Once again, like one's fishing and one's sick. (laughs) It could matter. It could make a difference. I'm like, of course it could make a difference. Uh, and the guy was just, and I love the guy when he just like starts over, he's just going to start over in there and say, is Sheriff Truman available? Work this time. I love when they're they're talking about the case and uh, and Hawk has the uh, the files and mm-hmm. uh, and then he's like um, he's like all right tomorrow morning I'm gonna lay out all, all the files and I'll bring the coffee and donuts. My heart just skipped the beat. I was like, <laughs> holy fucking shit, man! You know yeah. what I mean? And I and, and I'm upset we didn't actually see that scene. Right. Uh, I really I really wanted to see the scene with the with the donuts all laid out and like get. Oh man, I just I love that. It was. I assume uh, that's coming because I think I think uh, that next day hasn't happened yet because I think that night he goes out to oh, the. Right. That was the night. That was the night. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think we will get that scene. Good call. Yeah, I was. I'm like, oh, that was just that was like brilliant. I was so ready for that. Uh, 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 I didn't recognize Shelly at a certain point, and then oh, I was yeah. like, oh, that's Shelly. And yeah. then her, this, her daughter. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. 
Um, and then James was was like, I was like, oh my god, this yeah. is so weird seeing these people. And uh, and then and then it was like hilarious when they were like, James had a motorcycle accident, <laughs> and she was like, oh, he's fine. <laughs> you know, they say he's slow now, and he's. I'm like, oh, James, what happened? <laughs> oh man, it's so sad. They're just like, <laughs> they're just like strangely like appeasing him. Oh, Jay, you know, like, you're still cool, James. You're still cool. He's always, you know, he's always been cool, that Jay. It's just, mm-hmm. there's a there's a sadness to that, you know. Um, you know, that, that faded that faded star kind of thing. Yeah. That I thought was, like, that, you know, they managed to wrap all that in, like, really quickly. <laughs> like, James basically didn't go anywhere. He didn't. Didn't do anything. He had a motorcycle accident, and that's about it. And, and, and now everyone just reminds him when he used to be cool, you know? <laughs> and, like, he's just kind of living off of that. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought that was sad and strange and interesting. Definitely. And uh, Then Balthazar Getty shows up. I was like, oh, that's my so weird. God, just the best. Um, yeah, what else? Jesus Christ, there's so much. <laughs> I bear, I don't even know what I saw. Yeah, like I was telling you before we started podcasting, like after I watched the first two episodes, I mean, I really was wanted to watch three and four because I wanted the party to continue, but I just couldn't imagine getting more story and like having to process it without even knowing what I just watched. And then I was like, you know what I should do? I should we watch the first two because they just I don't even know what I saw. But then I was just like, oh god, I don't want to like overanalyze it now. You know, I don't want to go. Right. Oh, this is what I thought, and this is what I thought before, and this is what's that. You know, I was just like, I just want to experience it, having you know, just let it sit on my brain and like marinate in my subconscious for an evening yeah and i like yeah once i was done with the first two episodes i literally did nothing but think about it for like an hour and a half i was just like what did i just watch what just <laughs> happened like and i was just yeah, yeah. It was just uh again it didn't feel like tv it felt like um it felt like proof we were living in the matrix or something you know it just felt like reality can't be real this just just this just does not happen like uh you know um if 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 it wasn't for the, all the wars and horror in the world i really would have been like this i'm, I'm dreaming you know this just right. can't be real um so so much cool stuff yeah seeing the horn brothers and i thought uh, again in terms of like modernizing the show um when uh i forgot the younger brother uh jerry yeah, I was gonna call him Jackie. It's Ben and Jerry. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's Ben and Jerry. When he was talking about his uh, his uh, edible he was eating, mm-hmm. um, I thought that was a cool way to like do a Lynchian thing about food, but make it modern and like millennial and make it about pot. Right, right. I thought that was really, really interesting. Like how they just completely like just that was a little bit of an update instead of it being yeah. like cherry pot. You know, yeah. uh, he's kind of like modern thing. You know, um, I thought that scene was interesting. Jerry and was, it was always really... bringing like weird food stuff. Like that was one of the running things from the original series. So it's like it was sort of a callback, but also yeah, kind of bringing it into modern times. And even saying like, oh, it's it's business now. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, that that was it. And that shot was weird too. Did you notice how they were sitting on opposite sides of the frame, as far on the edge of the frame as you could possibly be? It <laughs> I was did. So weird. I, I was love like those long shots. Oh. 
it was like crazy like trying to like he was just getting you you know using that widescreen you know yeah yeah. Uh, yeah all that stuff was cool um so should we talk about the box i mean i mean <laughs> it, i swear sure. like like David Lynch is the king of boxes, and uh, <laughs> he is a kid with the box. The king of boxes. <laughs> he is, man. He's the king of boxes. It's funny. And, um, and I, I, I it, it was just this box it, is not a metaphor. This box, oh my it's god, it's actually a box. It's actually a box. It's actually real. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this storyline is a little reminiscent of the Swan Station, you know. Uh, from Lost, you know, this idea mm-hmm. of, is this an experiment? There's cameras watching, you know, there's a person yeah. who who replaced someone else right? doing the same experiment, and they don't really know if it's real or not, and, and what they're doing, and it's just kind of perfunctory. It's a job, you know, I got paid. And that's the other thing, too, that always gets me when that, you know, when you try to figure out these things, like, who is this guy, you know, what is he doing? And then you realize, you know, he just answered an ad and he just got yep. a job. He doesn't know anything. And that's the best. That's always the best place to be for these people, right? Uh, is to not know anything. You know, even though we get like Desmond in the Swan Station when we first yep. see him, we hope he knows all the answers. But guess yeah. what? He doesn't. Right. You know, and that's usually how it goes in a mystery because the, the person, you know, especially in the beginning of a story, the person that you encounter is not going to be the person with the all the answers or else the story is going to be over, you know, and it's better if they actually know very little like this guy. Yeah. Um, I thought he was a great actor, too, like that. Um, again, like David Lynch, I don't know what he does to these people. I don't know what he <laughs> does to the actors. I don't know any other director, you know, or I can name maybe Kubrick, mm-hmm. or, you know, drama, yeah. you know, people who like can get their actors to do the the exact thing they want them to do and make them all in the same world, like all every single David Lynch joint, the acting is the the exact same level, you know, except yeah. for you know, um, the Elephant Man. That's a different thing. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got his thing that he does, and he is able to make any actor do it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and that this dude I thought was genius. Like when he's that that first scene when he's like talking to the girl and how he was just talking to her and these these very basic back and forth dialogue scenes. You know, um, were just riveting. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just. just Great, I'm like, and, this, and he reminded me of like a young Kyle MacLachlan or something, you know. Like, I was just like, wow, he's 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 really doing something. Um, and uh, while you know, doing very little, it's just like the best. You're naughty girl. You're a bad girl, Tracy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, and he's got his thing. I, I, that's the other thing too. Like that scene with them in a room with a security guard that could have taken place any time in history after the invention of, like, electricity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just such a, just, even though they're doing this weird, almost high-tech thing in the next room, like, that that scene was just, that could have been an, it could have been an original Twin Peaks, it could have been an mm-hmm. anything. I mean, it's just such a basic scene. They're talking about coffee. Of course. You know what I mean? He's been around forever, you know what I mean? Um, so it's just, like, timeless, you know? Like, the, these kind of... He, he does these scenes that are just, like, that don't age, you know? Because uh, they're just, like, basic... These basic character scenes. Um, uh, What's-her-name shows up. Uh, what's-her-name? Um, 
uh, oh, I can't uh, quite think of her name. Um, hi, my name is something Judd. Ashley Judd. Oh, Ashley Judd, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. Let's talk about the box thing. Let's, let's... scene. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, so, so, I mean, I have some questions about this box. <laughs> I have no answers. <laughs> um, at the box. Oh Before man. Before we get to the box, like I guess I have some questions about the surrounding stuff. So yeah, like I think okay. you I think you got the basic idea, which is that like this guy is like a college student or something and he uh he's just doing this for money, like he you know, answered an ad and and so he just kind of sits in the room or whatever. Yeah. Also though, there's a security guard there. Yeah. Um and so and then Tracy shows. So this guy, by the way, never gets a name. I, I had to look it up because I was like, "What oh, is that guy's name? He gets no name." Tracy gets a name. He doesn't get a did name. You, did you notice in the credits that the person credited as question marks? Uh, I didn't notice what was in the credits. I just I looked at, I looked it up on the internet, and and no one had a name for him. So. But is it? But I I I couldn't tell if it is it the actor. Because I thought it was, in the credits, I thought they were talking about perhaps the thing that showed up in the box. But maybe it's this actor's name. I, I, I don't know who the person was. I just saw someone credited as, like, seven question marks. Oh, yeah. No, I think that was the giant. Oh, is that the giant? I think they credited the giant. If it's, yeah, if it's Carol Struken or whatever, that, that, that's, a, that, that that's sounds the giant. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought it was the thing in the box. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, this is what its name is? Question marks? Because we don't know what the fuck that is." Okay. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't just credit the giant as the giant. I, I thought it was strange to call, like, you know. I mean, we know. I mean, we as much as we know any character from the Black Lodge, we know who the giant is. Mm-hmm. So I, I was surprised they felt the need to put question marks, whereas like you know, yeah, Mike or or whatever, um, you know, can can just be credited the normal way. So okay, so you're saying the the guy who's doing the box experiment is is he not in the credits at all? I'm not sure. Uh, I guess I should figure out uh, what the actor's name who plays that part um, is, and I don't. Model, there's man in suit. I don't know what that is. Um, there's the guard. Close. Uh, yeah, I know it's very close. Is this alphabetical order? It says in oh, in alphabetical order. Um, Deputy Brennan. Uh. Daria, Sam Colby, who's that? Oh, could that be him? Benjamin <laughs> Rosenfeld. Sam Colby. Yeah, that's him. That's him. So his name is Sam Colby. How, how do you spell it? S A M C O L B Y. Oh. What are you looking? That at? was the way I spelled it. Uh, I just ca- I can't find him. I, I don't see any record. What are you, look- um, are you looking at? The internet. What I mean? Why are you searching? What are you doing? If you well, his IMDb is there. I mean, I can't a- find him on IMDb. 
Yeah, Twin Peaks, Sam Colby. <laughs> I, I got Samantha Colby character. I. Samantha Colby? Oh, yeah. character. Oh. Character. Uh, uh, just search for Benjamin Rosenfeld, man, and uh, you'll see his IMDb, and then it links to uh, Twin Peaks. Okay. Rosenfield, sorry. Rosenfield. Oh, wait, is that the guy? That's the guy. Sam that's Colby. A... That, oh, that's the character's name. Yes. Okay, wow, sorry. Oh, you thought that was the actor's name? Yes. Okay. Well, that's uh, called a communication, kids. Miscommunication. Yes. Okay. Um, so he does have a name. I don't know why people didn't have it on the internet, you said. Yeah, no one seems to know what his name was. I, I don't I, think they said it in the they episode. No one knew because they didn't say it, but yeah, it's here in the credits. Um, okay, so anyway, good. Here we go. So, uh, right, so, uh, right, so, so he, so Tracy shows up, mm -hmm. and she's got coffee, now, she knows, she knows Sam Colby, I guess, they know, they seem to know each other, yeah. um, though yeah. so I don't know exactly how well, um, and they're acquaintances, yeah, Seems uh, like. so she's bringing him coffee, and then she's clearly trying to get in the room, Yep, and you know, and she uh, she's she's not able to get in. You know, the security guard specifically says she can't go in. Yep. It's supposed to be this secret thing, and you know, she even like tries to sneak a look at him when he's like entering the code into the little keypad at the door there. Mm -hmm. You know, um. So then, uh, later, I guess the next the next night, maybe, um. I think maybe they say anyway. Uh, she comes back. It's the coffee routine again, but this time the security guard's not there, and uh, old Sam Colby specifically looks. Uh, he looks in the bathroom and he's not there. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I mean that's a question right there. Like, what happened <laughs> to the security guard guy? Yeah, I agree. That is a question. Um, uh, so then he's like, well, I guess you can come in now, you know, cause yeah. like, the, like, I guess he doesn't have a stake in it. So he doesn't really mm -hmm. care that much about keeping people out. And the, the security guard, that's, I guess that's his job to keep people out. Yeah. It's, I thought it was a little weird too. Cause I thought, I thought Sam was, was, was sort of like, no, you know, you can't be in here, but it mm -hmm. seems like. Mostly it was a security guard, and he's like, well, if he's not here, you know, it's on you if you want to come in, and, uh, you know, uh, not that big a deal to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so she gets in there, finally, <laughs> and and then they just start, you know, getting it on. Oh, and, man. and I'm I, like... I knew it. I knew it. Sorry, you knew but... it? <laughs> As soon as they, yeah, once they started making ads stuff, I'm like, okay, this is, this something's gonna come in the box, guys. I know, I know. But, something's uh, but, uh, to watch. <laughs> no, you're right. That was clearly coming. But I'm just wondering, like, I thought, I thought she wanted to get in there and see what yeah. was in there. I thought she was like a reporter. I thought she was like, you know, like trying to do a scoop about the experiment that was in there. And I thought she was like a, the like classic, like, you know, nosy reporters.
something and and that's that's what i thought her thing yeah. was until this second time she came back and it was kind of clear that like that wasn't the case yeah is it just like well he spends his nights here and like this is the only way i can like <laughs> be around him at night like i i don't know no i think she wanted i think she wanted to see what was in there and and that's you know basically what they did but they were like you want to pass the time by making out i think that was the idea like right it's it's both things, you know. She wants, she's interested in this dude, but she's also interested in the, you know, and and this kind of cre- creepy thing that she's probably only heard a little bit about, you know, uh, or very, or maybe nothing about. Maybe that's why she's curious. She's like, he won't tell her anything about what's happening in there or something. Um, that's kind of how it came off to me um, that it's that she's interested in him, but uh, but yeah, she did want to, she did want to go in there. Yeah, it just, it really stood out how, like, when stuff starts happening, her back's turned. She doesn't notice for, you know, some time. I mean, you know, eventually he notices and, like, you know, gets worried. Um, Rightly. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. I mean, I mean, one of the best horror scenes ever. I mean, just so good. Just just too perfect man i just loved it i was just like the thing and you can never quite see its face and you can't quite tell if it's scary or if you're just looking at it wrong and and then when it hit the glass and then it didn't break and you're like okay i guess the glass is strong enough to Mm -hmm. to keep it in and then it's not um and then the way it killed them was so crazy this like strange like Mm-hmm. Death by a thousand cuts, but like they were, they were sort of frozen in fear, kind of, or it was like in you know fast motion, and they were sort of slowed down. I couldn't quite tell, you know. It was just an otherworldly moment, you know, and it didn't. Yeah, uh, it was just so so fucking horrific. Um, so yeah, that's an was... example of something that I was not able to process when I was originally watching it, like. I honestly didn't even notice that they were being cut by this thing. Oh. I didn't even notice. I was so distracted by, like, what is that thing? When mm-hmm. I was staring at the thing, you know, and it's, like, fl- flinging around. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe the motion. It's, like, yeah. going back and forth rapidly or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just so fixated on staring at the thing, like, trying to understand, like, what just came out of that box. I wasn't looking at them at all. Oh. And so I didn't even notice the first time. <laughs> and I was surprised, like, you know, like, to see, you know, online and stuff, like, what? They're, like, they're probably dead? Like, what? Why? I didn't. I, I I thought the thing just kind of haunted them and menaced them. I I didn't notice that it actually did violence to them. Yeah. But but when I watched it again, I was like, wow! I can't believe I didn't notice that. It was it was quite clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there was a lot of blood. Uh, but I can see being fixated. You know, it reminded me of the smoke monster. You know, when it was attacking them, it seemed mm-hmm. like that's the kind of thing the smoke monster could have done. Just yeah. be this kind of like cloud of violence you know yeah yeah yeah. um thought that was really interesting and again with incongruity like the after this after probably the most horrific i think scene so far i think in terms of like regular pure horror Mm -hmm. uh the very next scene is like slapstick with this big lady and her little dog and like you know like this hard cut like he and that's the other thing about lynch is he goes from the top of like the lightest slap stickiest comedy 
down to the depths of horror. Uh, you know, yeah. he, 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 there's no like, I mean, most of it's in the middle, but I mean, like, few directors really have the full gamut to work with, and you know, and that they that they kind of work with the whole time. You know, some people are, are all at the top, or all at the bottom, or all in the middle. Right. But he's going from you know zenith to nadir, you know, back and forth, uh, and putting those together just like a sandwich. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. A lot of a lot of extremes. Yeah, that uh, that sequence with uh, with the woman and like the apartment. Mm-hmm. That was such a strange sequence. It really reminded me of that 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 sequence from uh, Mulholland Drive with Jacob. Like, yeah, it felt like a outtake from Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, exactly. With Jacob, the whole slapstick thing. Yeah. You know, some, so He's trying to kill one guy, and then he ends up like shooting someone next door, <laughs> and then like the cleaning guy comes in, and now he yeah. has to shoot him. She. This lady called back to the other lady he shot. You know, the big fat lady. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then that was played for comedy, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was it was very I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. He just gets actors and puts them on a set and presses record and somehow it's magic. It I was don't... crazy how that thing built to me because like I, 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 when I was watching it again, I was thinking like the main point of all this is just like, let's get in the apartment. It's just kind of like business until we get in the apartment, you mm-hmm. know, silly business. But like so, something I noticed is that, you know, she um uh, you know, she has a key the whole time, which is well, like a punchline. <laughs> yeah, but that but what's great is that that's not what he asked her, right? He right. asked her, who's the manager here? Right. And she goes down this whole thing about fighting the manager, and it was great. Because, yeah, when she was like, had the key the whole time, like, it's like, yeah, I got the joke, but why shouldn't you just say that before? And I'm like, oh, well, technically he didn't ask her that. True. True. And, yeah, she she didn't think that that might be a useful thing to point yeah, out. Yeah, she was, like, trying to do the man. Like, oh, well, the manager here. Yeah, I got a little confused in this part about who the names of the people and, and who was who. And this guy's going to see Chip. And how do you know I'm, I love that? How do you know I'm going to go see Chip? You know, and it's like he doesn't know. It's a completely coincidence that he, you know, it's just so funny. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go out to see this guy um, who's like a maintenance man or something. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they ask him about the manager's brother because supposedly he has a key. I mean, all of this is like stuff that didn't even need to happen. But no. he, yeah, his his reaction is like, what? How did you? And so then, like, there's even a scene with him by himself where, yeah, you know, he calls and he's talking about Harvey and... It's like he's got his whole – he's got a whole story going on. He's got a whole storyline that's happening here. Yeah, it's And I'm like, what? Like, why is this guy a thing? Like, isn't the apartment enough? Like, why is there another I thing? I think that was the whole – I mean, why introduce this character if not – yeah, that was the whole thing. They could have, you know, went slapstick with just the lady. But, yeah, having yeah. the all side to the back and talk to this guy and then he's got a whole thing and and there's like some money or something he's got a briefcase or something he's gonna bring it to chip this is this is chip and this is for me and chip and and, and yeah. you know stay out of this harvey yeah, and, you, said like, you didn't what? want any harvey yeah something and uh <laughs> yeah like, yeah it was crazy it's just yeah it's like is that i mean i guess we're gonna get more on that but i it was just so like jarring to me i guess that like you know, the the main point I thought would be finding the body or bodies, I guess, um, or body and head. Anyway, um, uh, but then there's this side plot. Is it related? I mean, it seems like it should be. But <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. Is Harvey Cooper? Does Cooper know Harvey? Does it tie in somehow? 
Um, I, it seems like it should. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. Evil Cooper is tied in with that plot. They make that really clear um, in episode two. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's... So, I mean, and then we have this weird thing of this librarian... Um, you know, her head's there, but it's some guy's body. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't know where the missing head or the missing body are, and they also don't know who the body is. It's like, yeah. it's really, it's really a mess of a mystery. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, that alone, you know, could fuel a, a series. And that's the kind of thing I thought they were going to start with. Like, here's the new murder, and it's crazy. Yeah. Bob's back at it, and you know, here we need to go track down Bob because he's doing this. And right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, but it just it kind of seems like that's tangential. It seems like it's. It, I, I I mean, I can only imagine there's another person like Bob, an inhabiting spirit, who who's doing this or something. That's that's my guess at this point. Uh, and and we'll connect to that somehow. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm really. I have no idea how it's all supposed to connect. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's where we get into the like the Matthew Lillard storyline. Yeah. Um, who I didn't recognize at all, by the way. I was like, oh, the whole time. <laughs> I, no, no. He seemed familiar, but I was like, I don't know who that guy is, but he seems familiar. <laughs> and the, I, I saw his name in the credits, and then I was like, oh shit. I guess, like, I, I don't know if I've seen him in anything for so long that, like, I just, I didn't know what he looked like now. H has gotten him, unfortunately. I, uh, I, I recognized him, and I was super happy because he's one of my favorite actors, you know, because Hackers is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I saw him, and I was like, oh, man, this is great. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, he's, he, uh, uh, he does, he does look different. He's lost, the, his face just looks a bit different shape, I think. Uh, so yeah, I can, I can see not recognize him off the bat, especially the context. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not expecting someone from that era or whatever to be playing a principal, even though like, I guess it makes sense now. He's old enough. To yeah. Do that. So, that's, so that's what I assume is, is, uh, Someone took him over, like, you know, Bob took over Layla. That's what it seems like, yeah. And, you know, having an affair with this woman, but then one night this thing happened or something. And, uh, and he, he experienced it as a dream somehow. Yeah, um, or, or he, he has, like, you know, a memory of it, but he just doesn't think it was real, you know. Yeah, 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 it could be that. Um, but, you know, it turns out his wife is conspiring with, uh, with Bob, Evil Cooper, um, so, you know, that's a reveal we get in episode two. So there, so that ties, that ties in Cooper with that plot. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, can we just, I, what was going on in that jail cell? Oh man. Oh man. Just when you, just when you thought, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Just when you thought, you know, you knew what was happening or you had any handle, they just do a pan to the right and in like two cells down there's a guy in all black who just fucking and not only does he like disappear but he kind of reappears a little bit as he floats away and then like yeah his head sort of reappears and floats oh, it's like man, what? Just, 
just craziness upon craziness. I, I have no context for that. I have no idea what that, that is. That was so the weird. Thing it reminded me of uh, of the person behind the dumpster in Mulholland Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of dark, dark spirit, maybe. Uh, right. But I have no idea. That, again, like, that did not need to be there. That, that was icing on top of icing on top of icing. I was, I was watching that thinking, is this like, is that a real, did that actually happen? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Like what? I, I just couldn't believe it was on the screen. No one saw it but you, you know what I mean? It was a weird, it was a weird thing where, where the end of the scene is about Matthew Lillard and then it just yeah. leaves him. It just, bye. Yeah. It's just something else is happening in the corner and you're just like, what? It just pans. Yeah. Like a few cells down and it's like, Huh? And, and it's and there's no context. I mean, there's no, no like any. There's no, no sense. Setup, no anything. Yeah. There's no. You have nothing that's come before makes any sense with that. Nope. Nothing that came after. Not connects uh, to that. I mean, it's, it's just like what is going on in that jail? Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Like I, I just, I don't even know what to think. And it's not even his cell. It's like it's like two down from him. So it's just two like. Down. It's not right next door. It's two down. Yeah, so it's just like why? Well, I mean, obviously we can't answer that question, but that that was such a what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Does it didn't look like any other character we've ever seen? Nope. The, nope. The, the 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 style, you know, the makeup style and all that just was nobody completely from the Black Lodge. Yeah. Nobody from the yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think the the um, the the like the scary. Uh, the scary woman behind Winkies from Mohan Drive is probably the closest thing, just from a Lynch perspective. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's where they're going with that. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I wonder how that's going to tie into anything. I mean, it's just there. There are so. And many... it looked weird. It was like frozen. Yeah. But like, but not like artificially still. That you know, because they could have they could have done the digital trick to make it like a single frame and right. look like make it look like he wasn't moving at all. Right. But he was frozen in this way where he swayed a little bit, so you could tell yeah. he was just being frozen. You know. Right. So it was like imperfect in that way that made yeah. it more interesting. And then Definitely. he he that was again like he 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 disappears. But then his head, you know, kind of reappears, and you see mm-hmm. the digital effect of them just moving the frame up. Yep. Which which looks look hokey, mm-hmm. you know. But but Lynch does that every now and then, where he makes these hokey effects, and 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 it's like, if you were to look, if this thing were to happen in reality, it would still be horrifying, even though on film it looks hokey. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. Um, yeah. It just. Uh, yeah. I have no idea what the, what the, what that's about. I thought this whole thing about the couple was was interesting too because they kind of flipped it. You know, in the first episode, totally. It was a classic like Leave It to Beaver couple, and oh, maybe he's wrongfully accused, mm-hmm. and, and the doting wife who's just worried about who's coming to dinner. Right. Right. Um, you flip it, and they're both mean people having and they, affairs, and... having affairs, and and I know about yours and mm-hmm. you know about mine and, and all this stuff and it's like okay maybe you guys deserve what's happening to you <laughs> um you know uh yeah that was uh yeah that that's fucking crazy i thought that was that was really insane yeah 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 so it's, it's a whole drama on its own there you know the middle part of episode two is the best the big thing we got to talk about oh. uh you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. I guess we, we go through it now. I don't know if we should. I just feel like 
<laughs> we should gear up for it somehow more than we have. Because <laughs> uh, 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 the log lady stuff I thought was great. I love yeah. her fucking log. I, I remember being used to being annoyed by that. And now it's just like the best thing ever. <laughs> and uh, I love the way she was holding the phone. Like, oh, yeah details like she didn't have it against their ear like normal people right holding it right close and I'm just way, like, why? Yeah. why is that the choice they made I have no idea why that makes any sense but it's visually appealing uh, and her little and he loves David Lynch loves lamps next to phones on tables definitely yeah. I love that. Um, yeah and uh, I love his her relationship with Hawk I love that kind of a thing of like oh yeah they're, they're 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 old friends you know not like best friends but they've gone way back right, and even though history he's, he's super eccentric he takes her seriously right and, like he cares you know and there's um i mean it's just you just get this thing you can't get unless you have the same actors come back 25 years later you Absolutely. know what i mean like you just, you just can't fake this stuff and um and uh God, the one our man, like all these people being there yeah. was just so every time there's a there's a original actor, I just felt lucky. I'm just wow. We're so I mean, for such a huge cast and have only had a couple people die mm-hmm. after time was is really remarkable. Um that, you know, there's so many left to still be in this thing. I know. Yeah, after all that time, it's crazy. Um yeah. uh, all that time. So I get uh, oh, you got something? I was just going to say, so, like, Hawk goes out to the, um, you know, Glastonbury Grove, like, mm-hmm. the, uh, the circle of sycamore trees and the little pool of burnt engine oil or whatever that's that... The Beatles album. Stuff Glastonbury is. Grove? That's not a Beatles album? <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> like a Beatles album. Like Abbey Road? No, just Glastonbury Grove just sounds like a British thing. It well, like it a, is a British thing. It's yeah. supposedly like where King Arthur was buried. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they, just, they talk about that in the original series, and then Pete says King Arthur was buried in England. That's right. Oh, Pete, there's a fish <laughs> in the percolator, Pete. Um, yeah, it's too bad he can't be in the new series. Oh God, he was, he was he so great. Been, yeah. But uh, anyway, like, Hawk goes out there, and I was so sure that Cooper was going to come out, you know. Um, oh! <laughs> I was like, oh, here's the moment. Here's the moment when Cooper, the true Cooper is going to emerge. Mm-hmm. Of course, that doesn't happen. We get a transition to this crazy sequence. Yeah. Um, you know, back in there. Um, just to mention, like, quickly, another moment where I was sure something was going to happen that didn't. When, uh-huh. they, when they finally cut to the, the Palmer house and they show, like, Sarah Palmer sitting at home yeah. watching this, like, nature documentary. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> I was so sure that, you know, because she's, she's on the couch. You got a mirror behind her. And, mm-hmm. you know, they do several callbacks in this episode. I mean, there's several things that call back to stuff from the series. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I was so sure, you know, because the original pilot ends with her uh, sleeping on the couch. She sits up suddenly and she has this vision of the, the necklace, you know, being found by someone. Mm. And, and also Bob's in the mirror behind her. 
Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, that's, that's one of those famous legendary things about the show, that, like, that, that was a part of the, uh, the creation of Bob. Like, the <laughs> fact that Frank Silva was just working uh, as, like, a set, I don't know, dresser or something like that, yeah, and um, he he was like moving the bed or something. He was crouched behind the bed, and David Lynch really liked how he looked crouched behind the bed. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Can I can I film you like that? You want to be an actor? You want to be in this thing, maybe?" <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, I'll do that." And uh, and so they filmed him like crouching. I mean, you see it in the series, like that footage. They use it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, and then the next thing that happened is they were filming that scene and, and they were like, oh no, we got to do it again. Uh, someone was, someone was in the mirror. We could see it. And he was like, who, who was in the mirror? And it's, oh, it was Frank Silva. And he was like, boom, that's it. Wow. That's, that's it, man. <laughs> that that that's means, it. that means it's the right thing. Yeah. Yep. 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 And that's the difference between David Lynch and a lot of directors. Uh-huh. He's just like. The, when the accidental thing happens, if it works, you just go with that thing. Yeah, if it feels right, if the accident feels right. Yeah, I for, I actually have never seen that. I'm actually looking at it right now, that uh, shot of him in the mirror. I, I've never... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can, I mean, it's not, like, super clear, but you can tell oh, it's him. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for it, if you're looking for it, you can definitely tell. yeah. Yeah, so it was just like, okay, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a significant thing. Why is he just standing there? (laughs) (laughs) Just watching the scene. I wonder if he was like, I'm just going to stand in reflections until I get on this thing for real. (laughs) I'm just going to pop in here and there. Uh, But yeah, man. uh, uh, So, okay. So you thought they were going to make a callback and what did you think? Yeah. So I was like, because like uh, Sarah Palmer scene, I think it's the second to last scene in part two. Um, You know, the last scene ends up being the roadhouse thing. Um, yeah. but, uh, uh, I was so sure they were going to do a callback to the pilot. I was like, oh, she's going to have another vision and we're going to see like something in the mirror. You know, I was just sure they were going to do that because they had her on the couch with the mirror behind her. And I was like, I was sure there was going to be some kind of reference callback thing. And that's how the episode is going to end. And of course that's not what happened at all. Oh man. <laughs> just when I thought I could predict it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, uh, that was um, that was an interesting segment. It's weird that she's just like living alone in that giant house. Well, as, as a woman who's so neurotic as she was always, uh, mm-hmm. thanks to probably to her, you know, crazy husband. Definitely. Uh, she's watching this horrific, like, anxiety-producing nature show yeah. of these, like, lioness, lionesses, lion-eye, lion-a. <laughs> uh, they uh, lion-a. Yeah, I forgot. We figured that out in the other podcast. Um, tearing apart this wildebeest or whatever. Yeah. And and she's just, like, smoking and drinking and, like, and, and chill. This is her entertainment, I thought. That was an interesting kind of reveal to show where she's at. I mean, she's lost every, you know, she lost her dog, she lost her husband, yeah, you know, and she's just, yeah, alone with these animals. Um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely playing up the reflection, you know, and the mirrors behind her, mm-hmm. reflecting the the 
animals on the TV and stuff. And, um, and you know, she's, she's getting more anxious as she's watching it. But she, I, I thought this was, like, great and just weird as shit. Yep. Um, and just, I'm just like, oh, geez. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, she looks like surprised when it kills the thing. It's right. like it's gonna happen. Um, but okay, so can we? Okay, yeah. Then the roadhouse thing. Balthazar Getty shows up. The yep. world of odds. Uh, what a great. What just <laughs> just yeah. It's a, oh man, just I'm not worthy. Um. Uh. Okay. So speaking of not being worthy, we got this super extended Black Lodge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At all. Which is uh, which is just the fucking best thing ever. Uh, I mean, I mean, how do you make red drapes be this iconic? You know, <laughs> I, I don't know why that can be possible. Uh, but yeah, it was crazy seeing the red room in HD. You know, being able to really see the texture on the couches and the chairs, yeah. and and, um, and all that was like really interesting. Um, but yeah, you've got. Um, So the big thing here, I think, for the Black Lodge scenes, and I think it was in the first episode or the first part, um, was when Cooper talked. Um, Which uh, did he? Has he ever talked in the Black Lodge? Yeah, 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 yeah. He he talks in the Black Lodge uh, multiple times. I think pretty much every time they show him in the Black Lodge, he talks at least a little bit. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't talk a lot, but yeah, he he, and he always talks like front ways, like the normal way. The normal way. Yeah, he doesn't do the backwards thing. They they've done that since the beginning. Uh, yeah. Because because I like for example in the dream in in episode two, um, uh, the the little man from another place says like she's my cousin, but doesn't she look almost exactly like Laura Palmer and and he says but it is Laura Palmer. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then are you Laura Palmer? And then she says the the line she says in this episode. Um I know her, yeah. Exactly. Um uh and uh in the final episode he has uh, a fairly extended exchange with Wendy Merle. Uh, I mean, I say extended, extended for the Black Lodge where like, you know, uh he's like uh you know, uh, I'll let her go if you give me your soul. And he says, sure, I agree, or whatever. And then, uh, you know, then Bob shows up and says, like, he can't do that, and then I'll take his. And, oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> he has to get the rules. He can't do that. Now I get to get his. It's great. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, you know what that's like? I don't think I ever mentioned that to you. Uh, but uh, but I remember thinking that at some point it's like um, – the end of um, uh, 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 God, what's it called? That Johnny Depp movie, The Ninth Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that, where oh, like yeah. the guy doesn't know the rules and kind of like trips himself up and gets himself killed. You know? Yeah, you're right. He's playing with something bigger than 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 what he knows. You know? Uh, it reminds you of that moment. The Frank Langella stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a lot like that. It's a similar idea. Yeah, like he was playing around with that thing, and he just didn't he didn't really know how it worked, and he was just kind of bullshitting his way through it. And 
um, you know, finally somebody had to step in and yeah, he encountered something that like he he had no control over and exactly, uh, which which makes sense. Uh, it just immediately destroyed after after that whole buildup, you know, which is pretty yep. extended. Um, so there's also the thing in Fire Walk with Me when uh, when Cooper tells Laura, "Don't take the ring." Okay. Okay. So yeah, we on the next podcast when we do extend it, I want to talk about that ring because there's a lot I don't understand about the ring. Uh, the ring is hard to understand, and I, 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 I think I think the ring might make a comeback, although obviously it doesn't in these episodes. Yeah. But, um, the closest thing to a ring reference was when uh, when Bob Cooper pulls out that little playing card mm-hmm. with the symbol on it that yeah. isn't the symbol from the ring, but it's at least like vaguely similar to the symbol from the ring. It's sort of like the symbol from the ring, but instead of a diamond in the middle, it's like a giant, you know, sort of circular thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is what I want. Great. <laughs> uh so in the in the in the black log scene uh i thought it was weird when when uh the the one-armed man like vanished mm-hmm. um because lynch doesn't i feel like we don't usually see people vanishing um it's almost it's usually like oh we'll cut away and cut back and they're not there or something right but it was interesting to see. I mean, obviously, the the person in the jail cell vanished, kind of, uh, well, kind of disappeared, floated, fluttered. Yeah. But then, and then he and like really kind of vanished in the very first scene. Say, but he like, he like yeah, he like did something else. Something else happened there. It which wasn't I, just a quick disappearance. It was like a fizzle or a, a. It like yeah, he like tuned out or like yeah. Um yeah, it was it was very very strange. Um. It was a strange digital effect, and I thought I was wondering again, like uh, in terms of you know what they would have done before or something. Like, is that if is that an effect we would have seen in the original Twin Peaks or something if they had the technology, you know, or mm-hmm. or uh, you know, because it it was a very particular kind of like digital digital effect, and I was like, I wonder why that choice versus like something else, you know? Right. Um. Like, oh, now that we can do it this way, I'll do it this way. Otherwise, I would have just, like, blanked them out or whatever. Right. Um, but, yeah, okay. So then we get the scene, you know, with Laura. Um, yeah. Uh, which was, I mean, you know, Jesus Christ. It's a callback you know? to the yeah. dream thing from episode two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to get this again, you know. But just, I'm just saying the actress, like, to have her back. And, oh, yeah this like her most iconic part is just blinking in reverse mm-hmm, blinking in reverse she blinks a lot there's yeah. a lot of focus on the blinking a lot uh, of reverse blinks uh but then so then uh you know she goes up to him i mean it's the same thing that happens in the original uh version like she goes up to him there's they kiss and then she whispers something in his ear yeah and he seems shocked by it yeah um, he's just like oh like the yeah. first so the first time she did that, she she's told her who killed her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They eventually reveal in episode 16 that she said, my father killed me. Yeah. And so now she whispers something, and he's sort of surprised and horrified by it, which I thought was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the moment that I will never forget in my entire life... <laughs> That on top of everything that's happened, I mean, I was I, this was already great. It was already a great return. I was already hooked. I already loved it. 
I didn't need any more. I didn't need anything else. And then she took her face off. <laughs> oh, right. And I forgot. Yeah, that was when he was like, are you Laura Palmer? And she's like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm dead, but I live still, though. And also, I can take my face off. And, and it was, it was, it was, uh, again, like, I, I felt like a kid, like. Forgot about seeing, that part. You know, seeing, like, uh, something for the first time. I don't know what. <laughs> can you put into words? I, I was just so taken away by that moment because it. To me, it, it connected back to the cover of, uh, of of Fire Walk with me that I never quite paid a lot of attention to. But that image of Laura Palmer with like her face missing and underneath is like the dead Laura. And w- so when she took her face off in this thing, I was like, oh, my God, it's like the, it's like the cover, you know, and it just it felt like it was this culmination of uh, like that i didn't know i was expecting you know of this like this like callback to this thing that's been staring us in the face all these years you know and it's like finally that image that you saw this time here's this character doing that image you know uh you know i thought that was like it did that that just blew me away i was i just couldn't believe that happened and what it, you know let alone whatever it means yeah uh, uh it just felt like um you know, um, I'm trying to think of an analogous thing on Lost that would be like, you know, um, um, I don't even know. I don't even know what it what it can. I have no analogies for this. Uh, but I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Like, it just felt like the show was was almost like it was almost like this secret that was hiding. You know what I mean? Or um, this clue, I should say. Uh, that was hiding in plain sight this entire time. Oh, and then, right. And then they and then they did it in the show, and it was like, oh my, you know, God, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Um, um, geez, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe by the next podcast, I'll have a good analogy <laughs> for this, for for what it's what I what I'm trying to say, but uh, or what it felt like, just this this weird like, um you know, connecting of the dots, you know, or something, uh, that I didn't expect to ever be connected. Um, right. but then, it, but then, and then it made me understand the whole, the whole thing of the show, the whole image of Laura Palmer, that, that, that school picture that they always show, mm-hmm. when, you know, in the, in the case in high, in the high school and yeah. that extreme close up and that holding of that image. Like I get it now. I get it now. That was her mask. She was wearing this mask, and she, but she was this other person underneath the whole time. You know, we obviously get all that yeah. throughout the show, you know, but like now I understand what that long sh- shot on that image was trying to do to us because that's what it does. It makes it seem fake. It calls out, it calls, you know, when you're holding that smile that long and that look that long, it starts to seem surreal, you right. know, right. like so, so, so this moment here for taking that met her face off just like crystallized this whole other part of the show i'd never i thought i had understood you know um and i was just like oh i get it now that's that's this is the kind of thing he was doing before showing that image you know um he was you know the kind of thing they were getting at um so this moment blew me away i mean i it just just I'm, I'm still haunted by this I, I couldn't i can't believe it i remember when she put her hand up to her face and i did i'm like what are you about to do oh man <laughs> I, I, that freaked me out 
Um, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, God, don't do that. Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Stop. Just the, just the best, man. Don't take your face off. I mean, take the face came off, and then this, like, glowing, like, thing, spirit, I don't know what, underneath. No idea. Uh, and, and just... You know he's he's surprised, and I feel like it didn't answer his question. I feel like it made the it, it invalidated what she said. <laughs> it seemed that way, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it was very strange. She's like, uh, "Oh God!" But sometimes my arms been back, and I'm like, "Oh God!" I used to know what that meant. Um, and uh, yeah, it was very strange when she's like, "Yeah, I am lower problem. I'm dead." Okay, great. Then that just means. You know, outside of like Mike and Bob, like these are just de- like she's dead. Okay, this is her dead self here, but but she's obviously more than that. There's something else there, uh, you know. And I I don't know if we'll get any more <laughs> with that because it seemed like uh, I guess we get to it later, or is it in this scene? It's in this scene. Oh God, yeah. yeah so it's right uh, after she does the whisper. So I'm assuming it's connected to whatever she whispered, although I don't know that for sure. Because as soon as the whisper's over, suddenly, like, she senses something or whatever. She gets, you know, this kind of fearful expression and something. I, it's it's kind of hard to describe. Something, like, sucks her out of the room, I guess. Sort of, yeah. I mean, to me, she sort of transcends or she does something that goes, you know, she's no longer in the Black Lodge. You know, she... She she goes somewhere else or becomes something, but but the sheets, man. I mean, the fucking red curtains. Just 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 the fact you can you can be that evocative by shaking some sheets. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that was insane to me. And then the way she like flies off through the sheets, almost. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Uh, I keep saying sheets, uh, but you know, curtains or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, and then like they have that shot where like he's seeing the the room and the curtains start billowing, you know, like revealing more. And then he's then it's like oh, this they whole get the horse thing. in there. Horse, the horse decides to show up. The a famous horse, yeah. And I'm, huh? And then we get this like three D shot of like flying over the, the the zigzag floor with the horse, and we oh, like. Right to the blackness um and then we you know then i guess we get yeah then we come back to him talking to mike, the to one mike yeah. and, and it's and this was great i love this moment because i'm like wait is this before or after the other scene and then mike's mm-hmm. like hey remember time is different here is this it is future the- is it past yeah it's like as soon as i was asking the question they gave me the answer i was like oh man you just proved your point because like they tell you at the beginning you know and you forget mm-hmm. you know he comes back you forget about that he's like yep here it is again you're like yep yep you're right you did just tell me that uh time does not work the same here yeah um yeah and that's yeah. in far walk with me too um uh, I uh, uh, I wasn't able to verify if it's actually in the movie or if it's only in the missing pieces. Uh, I started to get confused because I, I watched the missing pieces as well. And mm-hmm. uh, so now, like, I'm having a hard time remembering what's actually in the movie and what's, what's just in the missing pieces because obviously there's some overlap between the two. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. that line is either in... 
uh, you know, one or both. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll buy it. Um, uh, it's the little man who says it um, to Cooper, and uh, well, it's, yeah, it's also to Cooper. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I thought in that context, part of the idea was like Cooper is able to like communicate to some extent with Laura, like in the past. You know, because um, this is Cooper who entered the Black Lodge, like, in the final episode of the series, which is well after, you know, mm -hmm. Laura Palmer was dead. Um, and yet he's still able, and Annie also, you know, is able to communicate with her somehow, tell her not to take the ring, tell her to write something in her diary or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it seems like uh, they're kind of playing this the other way now, like, with... Um, you know, the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it see, I mean, Laura screams and stuff. It seemed to me like something bad happened to her. And, uh, you know, later on we see Leland and he's like, find Laura. So, I, I mean, I'm assuming there's something going on there with, uh, I don't know, something in the Black Lodge, like uh, punishing her or uh, trapping her or something for something yeah. she said to Cooper when she was whispering in his ear. There, there's something going on there. I I I kind of just thought she went somewhere, but didn't know where she was going, and it just kind of hurt. <laughs> like <laughs> it was, it just it was just that Lynch thing that just because you're going to the next place doesn't mean it's gonna be nice and peaceful. Right. Um, that's kind of how I took it. But yeah, you're right. There is maybe a, a thread. He's got to maybe save her again somehow, or, or release her from something. But I don't know. She seemed no. She seemed knowing. You know, she seems to know what she is. Um, but I guess it doesn't necessarily mean she knows everything about this whole world. Because I mean, that's the biggest thing they they. And we're about to get to it, which is my favorite part. Um, out of favorite parts, um, <laughs> which is the the evolution of the arm. Um, <laughs> Which again reminds me like Matthew Barney type stuff, but I yep. um, just yeah. So I'm curious to see yeah with the whole Laura thing that I, I would I would love it if she's not done with the show and and we get more with her. Um, but but yeah. So this next scene when they go and and he's like the evolution of the arm. I mean my my jaw was just dropping. I just <laughs> just I mean I'm all my brain was already exploded and like Laura just did whatever she did in the sheets and built you know she like warped away and mm -hmm. after she took her face off you know and um so I'm still like piecing together what just happened there and they just happen to walk to another room and you've got a talking something on a tree <laughs> and he's like and, which is which is already like interesting, right? Like nothing has they could just keep walking, right? And I'm still mm -hmm. like, great, that's great TV. Whatever that happened, whatever that thing in the corner was great, loved yeah. it. And then it's talking, and then yeah. you realize it's the it's the little man, the dancing yeah. man, the evolution of him, and you're like, of course it is. And he's like, I, you know, I'm the evolution of the arm, and I sound like this. Of course you do. <laughs> oh man, it's great. I love I love people proclaiming who they are, and this is what they sound like um, <laughs> because it's so it's so obvious, and it's but it's like perfect. Uh, yeah. And then this whole the sounds he made were weird. It, it wasn't the same thing that the, that the little man did when he said that line. Um, like he did this sort of like whooping thing with his hands. Yeah. Um, and the sound that the that this like tree thing made was more like a 
I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like a clicky sort of. I I wanted to tie it in. I don't think it ties in, but I wanted to. I mean, you know, I'm trying to find patterns. I wanted to tie it in with the the opening scene with the giant, you know, because he's like, listen, like, and he and he has him listen to this thing. Cooper, listen to this thing from. Um, that yeah. little like uh, gramophone thing, and Gram- it makes these weird like clicky sounds. Yeah. And he and and then Cooper's like, I understand. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. I'm glad you understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it ties into Bob when Cooper Bob when he was rubbing the guy's uh, beard. Uh, I was listening with headphones, and it was clear to me he was interested. Well, what I took from that, he was interested in the sound the guy's. Uh, uh, beard was making when you rubbed it it was very uh you know that uh asmr stuff you know that like uh you know those like really soothing sounds that sound weird in your ear you know that people listen to yeah 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 uh, you know rubbing a brush or like right. people talking like this you know mm-hmm. um that's what it that's what it was to me because i it, i felt it like in my in my headphones like when he was doing it i was like oh this is a we this is an interesting sound that's happening it's the sounds yeah yeah, it was the sound that he liked. That's why he was like, come here. And like, there was no dialogue. He was just like doing it for the sound. So I think that connects to like the sound, you know, something about the sound is important on this show. Yeah. You know, on the, the gramophone thing. Yeah. Uh, was, was, you know, so they're interested in these sounds. On these, the arm these... and I sound like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I there's there's something there. Um, he mentions a number two, and like I keep wanting to say Jack and Diane, but it's um it's Richard and Linda. <laughs> um, I, I I don't I really want it to be Jack and Diane, but um, uh, no idea who that is. Um, uh, but uh, there, there's multiple times where like these numbers get mentioned, so I think I think the tree mentions some numbers also. Yeah, am I right about that? He's like two three zero or something. Yeah, the was like remember four three zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And um, uh, you know, but real quick though. They, you know, they said the Black Lodge is the waiting room, and I was always like, waiting room for what? Um, it just dawned on me that Cooper was waiting there for 25 years. Yeah. Uh, um, so, waiting, waiting, like it's a waiting room in like between dimensions or something. It's like a rest stop, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Right. But I, I've like, been unsure about that line. Like, I wasn't sure if they meant like this room specifically or they meant like the whole place you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like i i wasn't sure if they were just saying like basically the room with the chairs is the waiting room and but when they oh you know what i mean like i i thought maybe that's what it meant um though i really don't know maybe they mean that whole area is the waiting room and there's like other stuff um yeah. beyond that um <laughs> you know, I was just kind of looking at this shot again when when the when the tree because now we have to talk about a tree being a character. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, uh, take that, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this tree is way better. Oh and tree man. yeah, exactly. This is how you make a tree a character. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Um, yeah, so so it, it, that shot. So he says, uh, "Do you remember your doppelganger?" And they do the flashback, right, right, uh, um, to where. So then you you see you see Bob, and then you see doppelganger Cooper, right? Yeah. And then you see like Cooper running, and then like doppelganger Cooper catches him, and that's right. when they switch places, right? And like, yeah, presumably. Yeah. So I think I think the idea is. Ah, and I thought I had it. I thought it was going to make sense, and then it didn't when I had to explain it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, that That to me is almost analogous to when 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 Leland, you know, walks back after killing Laura, walks back into the Black Lodge, and then you see Bob and Leland together. Right. But, that's, but I think you said that before. That's not doppelganger Leland. That's like regular Leland. It seems like it's real Leland, yeah. So I don't know if Bob creates the doppelgangers or, but it seems like everyone just has a doppelganger in this place. Yeah, um, including the Black Lodge characters. Including the Black Lodge characters, which, which makes was, it seem like there could be a doppelganger Bob, which is really weird. Um, yeah. What would that even? A, a, is that a good person or is is, is, <laughs> is doppelganger Maybe. Bob like the bad Bob and there's like a good Bob? You know? Right, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It could go that way. That would make sense. But yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, because that's the thing. Like they show Cooper like seeing Bob in the mirror. I mean, that's the end of the original series. And you know, that's just like what they did with Leland. So it seems like, oh no, it you know it happened again. Like Bob possessed somebody else, mm-hmm. and and this time it's Agent Cooper. Holy shit. But, yeah, throwing in the doppelganger thing, like, makes it... Because, like you said, I mean, in that flashback, you specifically see Bob with doppelganger Cooper separately. Yeah. So, but of course, like you said, just now also... I'm just going to repeat things you said, because you just made all the good points. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you see you see Bob and Leland next to each other, and clearly Bob possessed Leland, so... Yeah, I mean, but it did seem when he says "remember your doppelganger," it does show both Bob and and the doppelganger. Right. I, they're they're one and the same, I guess. And, and I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure if they can be parsed out or. Right. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, it's really tough to kind of figure out what that means because I, I I would. It seems like you can have a doppelganger that, that has nothing to do with Bob. It seems like that should be true because other you know we see other doppelgangers. So, but, but, okay, right? We do see other doppelgangers, I, but they, but you don't think they're all Bob? (laughs) I mean, I guess you're right. Like the tree has a doppelganger and which is like an extra level of crazy. When I tell you, I was scared for my life. When he said my doppelganger is coming or whatever, I was like, "Holy shit! What is that gonna be? Like, what's the do-? You know, I wasn't thinking it would have to look the same because that's what they've been doing with doppelgangers. But, but yeah. I, I thought like, "Oh my god, what is the doppelganger of a brain on a tree? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. What's the opposite of that? That's what I was thinking. Like, what's the opposite of that thing? Luckily, it's just the evil version of that thing. Evil version of that thing. All rest easy. Um, exactly. Like but yeah, the, the the brain had like kind of a different color. It was sort of more of a yellowish. Yeah. Tint. Yeah. Um, 
And, and also, it seemed like it disguised itself as a statue. And that was the other thing, too, I thought they were going to say, and maybe they are trying to say that is, like, the doppelganger's been in the room the entire time. Because oh. I thought like, the statue this entire time was, like, a weird, crazy, special being. And we just thought it was a statue. But this whole time, it's been hiding. So, yeah, so that shot when he's like, yeah, my doppelganger's coming. And when Cooper's walking in the hallway, at the end of the hall, you see this statue. Yeah. I thought the statue was going to just start, like, animating and Me beating too. Um And that's kind of what happened, except it just changed forms, it looked like. Right. Uh, so maybe that's the reveal, like... Like it's it you know just like the the you know when our man is uh, and 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 uh, the dancing man had been in the room like it the doppelganger's been in the room the whole time perhaps right so it looked like the statue moved but maybe it moved because it's alive because <laughs> <laughs> it's not usually in that hallway true true yeah it's usually in the in the main, in the room. Yeah, waiting room. Yeah, I kind of think maybe you're right. Maybe that room is the waiting room and all the other, because all the other, there's so many other rooms apparently. Right. Um, yeah, like, every time you go through, like, it seems like a different thing is going on. Uh, but man, oh my God. Okay, so, so let me, and then we're going to, then we have to talk about my, I keep, you know, I've had so many favorite parts on this sh this fucking thing, man. So many favorite parts. Um, uh, oh, and that's what I was going to say before when you were saying um, you thought when Hawk went to the, the, the Bohem, what was it called? Um, Glastonbury Grove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you thought Cooper was going to come out. I didn't think that only because I assumed Cooper was going to be in the box. That's That was the only thing I could think that about. That makes the sense, yeah. Like, oh, Cooper's going to return in the box somehow. And I, and it took me a long time, really probably until Cooper did get in the box. I didn't understand what I was seeing with the box because it has that carve-out in the back, that circular carve-out. And I couldn't tell if that was a window in the wall or if that was a part of the box or if the, you know, or if the box was like, you know, self-contained and it was just pushed against a wall that had a circular window. Like I was really confused until they actually showed us how it worked. Like what, what we were seeing in the back of that box, uh, in the back of the glass box, that was really confusing to me. Um, but uh, we're gonna get back to that point. But but dude, when he uh, so okay, so he's he's going through the uh, the hallway and he's got the red curtains. Yeah. Uh, you know, we see the statue and they do a weird shot of the statue. It does make it look like the statue's gonna like turn and look at the camera. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. and she like kind of marches towards it like a confrontation, but then he turns and then he pulls back the curtains and we get like reality, which we have never seen them do. No. Uh, and that apparently the, that, that opens this place up to just being connected to almost anywhere. Yeah. Um, and you could potentially just, I thought he was just going to like hop out. To Me too. I thought he was going to hop on the car. He was going to hop on the car. I thought he was going to wait until it was like right below and just like jump and it was going to be like a Cooper confrontation. Yeah, or, or I thought it was going to be a little bit more metaphorical and like he, he was going to wait and he was going to kind of hop out, but it was going to be he would like take over the body and not he wouldn't like like manifest fully in that world so much as like it would just be him taking over the body or something. Oh, um, you know, uh, like like this is more like a like a like a 
uh, like the lighthouse on Lost, you know, where he's kind of seeing a place, not right. like he's actually can just like like a wormhole where he can just like right. jump to it. Jump in. Um, yeah. uh, and then my favorite part, God, I mean, the face coming off is pretty fucking spectacular. But um, this part here, man, when when oh when the doppelganger, oh my <laughs> god, I can't believe it. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I just couldn't believe this was a show. Uh, and, and, and when it, it, so it's this, it looks weird and kind of hokey, but it's horrifying still. And it's like, it's kind of sort of attacking him, but not really. And then he's making, it's making the floor all weird. Oh man. It's like, wasn't that, it it wasn't, he wasn't in that much peril, you know, with just the floor kind of coming up and down. So it was Mm kind of strange, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't hurting him. It was just, it was an interesting effect, you know? And again, something else we never saw the Black Lodge do, this floor kind of becoming like a 3D object and like the zigzags changing levels. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, But dude, when when the thing opened up, my um, again, my heart skipped a beat, and when it said non-existent, <laughs> I'm telling you, and he starts flying through space. I just yeah. not, I've seen, I've never seen anything better than that in my entire life. Nothing has <laughs> ever been better than that moment. Uh, I swear, I want my ringtone to be non-existent. <laughs> it was just, I mean, you just, you just can't, can't get any better. It's, it's just, it's just, and he's like, <laughs> can't stay still. God, it's so good! <laughs> oh man! And then he's flying through space, and you realize you had no idea what the Black Lodge was this entire time. Right? You had no idea what this place was. You had no idea. I thought con- I had it contained. I thought I sort of knew what was possible no, in there. You had no idea that this was even uh like connected to this sort of multiverse thing happening. Mm-hmm. And I, and then and I don't even know what that means. Non-existent. Uh, I it did. I don't know if it was judging him or sentencing him or, you know, what does that even mean? Uh, clearly, he exists. You know, right? Did it mean to send him to the box? Was did he did, did he just randomly get to the box? Is that the way you get to the box? Um, yeah, you, yeah, I got that vibe of uh, you know the donkey wheel and then ending up in Tunisia. It was definitely like that. Like here's this place that leads to another place, and it's got like this like predefined path. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he gets to the box and then he floats through the tunnel. Uh, which was weird, right? Because he's flying through space or some sort of dimension. Yeah. Somehow he he ends up in the real world, like in corporeal form, right. but only for an instant. Yeah. Just to hit the glass, and then he sinks through that. Through it, yeah. But he, you know, his whatever his molecules disassemble, something's happening, and now he's just like floating, and you realize he's in the box, and you're like, oh man, um, yeah course they're doing this cross-cutting thing and just you to re- tell us when this is happening and you realize that god it's just the best because like they didn't just they didn't miss something appearing in the box they 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 were there when something appeared in the box and it killed them but right. what they missed was seeing our character the cool nice character in the box right uh, 
Uh, and they and and it's crazy that the that we we as the audience missed it too. And the show's like, hey, this is what you also missed. You know, you miss seeing Cooper in the box. You know, and again, it reminded me of Lost in this way of like we saw the thing work, but it was like broken. You know what I mean? It, uh, we saw like the bad version of the box first with the monster in it. You know, right. versus Cooper first. Right. Um. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I found that, uh, to be, I, I was just, I mean, my mind was already blown. I did, I couldn't handle anymore. The crescendo was the face coming off, right? And then Laura disappearing, and I'm like, I'm spent. I just can't handle any more Twin Peaks. And then the evolution of the arm walks in the door, and, uh, and it's just like the perfect fitting tribute to i think the dancing man you know to have him evolve which is again adding to the mythology of the black lodge this idea that these these the, the whatever people these entities evolved mm-hmm. evolved like what does that mean like yeah. you're for this dude's arm that was crazy enough you know um and now and now you evolved into this other thing and then you have a doppelganger on top of that mm-hmm. who, who's hiding out as the statue potentially this entire <laughs> time yeah uh, and uh and then it has the power to like banish cooper and i right. guess banish non-existence i guess that's the idea um uh yeah that's dude. what it seems like yeah because i mean he floats in the box but then like i don't know like then he phases i don't it, know how to describe what happened a dimensional collapse or something happened yeah, yeah like um, yeah on top of that like he, him in the box was crazy enough um and then it like yeah it like collapses in on itself some weird way um in this weird photographic effect again david lynch being you know a photographer and cinematographer and stuff you could tell yeah. like his visions of how these things work, you know, because like he was like changing scale almost, you know, um, as it was kind of going back into whatever dimension. Uh, it was almost like, you know, that kind of effect with like, you know, with two mirrors facing each other, you know. Right. Right. Of, yeah. 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 A sense of infinite. The uh, infinite thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going then, on. So what does he do? So it, it collapses in on himself and then he's just back floating through space, right? That's, like, yeah. Said, God, I feel like that's the end of the show, right? Is just Cooper lost in in uh, in non-existence or something? That could have been a, <laughs> a fitting, you know. I don't want him to be lost, but you know what I mean. Just in terms of like a good crazy ending, you yeah. know. Um, God, man, I mean, just just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twenty things in a row um, that you never thought were possible on on this show, let alone any TV show. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it, they, you just it's just happening like it's normal. You're just like you know. And then they cut the Laura uh, Sarah Palmer and then we go to the Bang Bang Bar, the R, Double R Bar, or whatever, which is called the uh, Roadhouse. The Roadhouse. Uh, no one ever calls it the Bang Bang Bar, even though the sign clearly says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's a weird thing. There's a few things like that. If you look at like the Double R, you see that it's actually called the Marty. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, Josie's name is Jocelyn. No one ever acknowledged that. <laughs> In the original series. All right. At every credits, it's like, Joan Chin as Jocelyn Packer. I did, I did. Yeah, they never wanted to call her that. They never... No, they never said it. Even There's even a plot line where, you know, she's she's betrayed Catherine She's uh, mm-hmm. she's gonna have her killed. Let the mill burn and let Ben have the ghost with thing. 
and she takes out an insurance policy, a life insurance policy on Catherine that has her as the beneficiary. Mm-hmm. Does it say Jocelyn Packard? No. It says Josie Packard. Wow. It's like, even an official document, she doesn't use that. Is she really Jocelyn? I, I was doubting I the whole time. I at some point thinking that that was a nickname they like almost like a sign of disrespect or something. I remember thinking that at some point, I don't know why that I thought they were calling her that, like they refused to call her by her real name. Like they nicknamed her just to sort of like, um, in a condescending way or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm not sure why I thought that, but I remember thinking that at a certain point, uh, but yeah, that's that's crazy and weird. Uh, by the way, did Pete die in the explosion? The bomb, the bomb in the bank. Pete, uh, I believe so. I think that's Dang. what the story's gonna be. Dang! I just remember rewatching that. Yeah, because he's I right. I mean, he's right there when the bomb explodes. Yeah, he's right there, and it's so weird that you, the, he just dies in this accidental way. Yeah. Like, yeah, that that plotline is hilarious. I I love how that goes. It would have been so frustrating, I think, to watch it live. But like, you yeah. know, Eckhart like leaves them this mystery box, and then like it it turns out to just be this like series of boxes, puzzle boxes uh-huh. inside puzzle boxes. And then eventually they get to the last one, and it has a key to a safety deposit box. And it's like they're just invested in the mystery at that point. I feel like they forgot at a certain point, like where it came from. Yeah, you know, and like, but, but like, yeah, I think they they seem to think it was gonna reward them in some way. Yeah, like, but it came from their enemy, so yeah. it's just yeah. like it's great when they get to the thing and they open up. It's the simplest thing. Got you, got you, Andrew. Love Thomas. Thomas, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was great. But yeah, so we get to the Bang Bang Bar, which no one calls it that. Um, and uh, yeah, this is where we, we talk about James, who uh, everyone's likes. Oh, James but, has always but, been cool. But pities a little bit. He'll never not be cool. You know, it's like it's like ledges never die, you know? It's just, right. this, just this thing. And then we get this classic Lynch, like, song... Uh, in this blue light, mm-hmm. but I thought again, like another another sort of modern version of his thing, you know, like they had a younger per, you know, band. Right. Right. Uh, the song, I think millennials could dig the song. You know, it wasn't weird. The music in this episode was great, too, by the way, and mm-hmm. the fact that we still have Angela Badlamente, I think, is uh, also genius. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm glad they were able to do that because the the music is a big part of the series. Yeah, I mean, again, we're just we're not worthy of all of this. It's just, he's fucking eighty years old, man, and he's I still, still crushing it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the music was great, uh, and yeah, and another thing I've noticed is the last two episodes they have, you know, something playing while the title while the credits are going, you know, and and right. the, the first episode it was a cup of coffee with Laura's reflection in it. Uh, and in this right. one, we have this 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 uh, band playing. Uh, so I don't know that was kind of interesting. It seems like a thing they're going to do is just kind of keep the credits going while they tell some more story here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That seems like the plan. These credits, like actually both both times, like the credits totally caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
That's the end. There's no, yeah, there's no real feeling of the structure because, because like you said, it's just one long story. So they just, they just kind of ended. You know, they, 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 I'm sure they put the scenes together the best way they can. They kind of make it feel like something. But yeah, just, yeah, it's not like there was some storyline that wrapped up and it made sense to end there. I mean, the Roadhouse thing comes out of nowhere. It's the first time we've seen Shelley or James. <laughs> Actually, they even have the guy who played Jacques Renault in the background play at Bar Tending Bar. I thought that was him. That's totally him. And uh, uh, you might remember that Leland murdered Jacques, so that's obviously not Jacques. But uh, they credit him as, uh, I think, Jean-Michel. <laughs> what? Renault. So I guess there's a fourth brother. Oh, no. Oh, Renault. <laughs> there's so many Renault brothers. Oh, Renault, they didn't. <laughs> oh, Renault. Oh, Renault. Oh, Renault, you did. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I thought that was him. I saw that guy, and I was like, that looks like Jacques Renault, but I thought it's Jacques totally Renault was dead. So, so I was like, that must be a weird, like, homage to him, or like, yeah. they got something kind of look like him, but okay, so we've got... But did they did they credit him as a Renault, or just yeah. Jean Michel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it, no, with, with Renault at the end, yeah. Oh. I think he's actually supposed to be a fourth Renault brother, for real. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Taking his brother's old job. Taking his brother's old job. I guess he came down from Canada, eh? Must have, eh? Oh, uh, wow. Jeez, wow. But, um, yeah, man. Okay, well, we kind of described the whole thing but um, and didn't figure out anything at all. But um, Yeah, it's hard to. You know, again, this is our initial reaction, but my initial reaction was, we're not worthy. This is too good. Uh, you know. Um, Let me mention one more thing I, I really appreciated. Please. Um, please. So uh, there's this scene where, where Bob Cooper, like, takes out this briefcase with mm -hmm. like a thing in it <laughs> i don't know to make calls it's with in the oh i love that oh my god yeah i'm sorry this is we've got to talk about this I mean, and just so lynch the whole confusing who's on the phone and the machine yeah oh, oh i gotta talk about that first that was the first thing where i was like especially when i watched it again i was like what because yeah. i think that, again the first time i was just dazed by it but like so so they have this thing, like, you know, he's got these people he recruited, Ray and Daria. Yeah, and, it reminds me um, of uh, Nikki and Paolo. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The Nikki and Paolo of Twin yeah. Peaks. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, so like Daria's there uh, in this motel, you know, when he shows up, and they, they have a quick shot of her on the phone, and she's like, oh, he's here, I gotta go, you know? She hangs up the phone, he walks in the door, like, literally, like, he walks in the door, like, the second after she hangs up the phone. Yeah, she's still kind of hanging it up. Right, but then, you know, just a few minutes later, he plays for her a recording of that phone conversation that sounds like it was on tape. H how the fuck was that possible? You know, I don't know because I was confused in that moment where uh, where that recording came from. I didn't catch that. That was I did. I did get his. I, well, all I got from that was what his main point was that the dude she claimed she was talking to was dead or something. Uh, maybe no, 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 no. He's talking about the guy he massaged his jaw. 
That's who Frank is. Ray is the guy she was talking to. He's still alive. He's in the prison. I think he uh, he looks up where he is, and Ray's the one who has the information that he's looking for. There's a whole plot there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I swear I, I, so I didn't I catch thought, it. Okay, time. I misunderstood. I thought she was so like. I. I thought she was on the phone with like somebody and then she was lying who she was on the phone with and then i thought he said oh yeah the guy who you claim you're on the phone with is already dead so it couldn't have been and that's why and i thought he caught her oh maybe she maybe she did say she was on the phone with frank but frank's not ray ray is who she was on the phone with uh, okay, yeah, Maybe I gotta, I gotta watch again. Confused. I was confused about that, and I was confused about whatever he played her. I didn't really catch that he that it was from their, that conversation. Yeah, so if you if you if you rewatch, you listen to the part right at the end. She says exactly the thing that she says at the beginning of the scene. You know, <laughs> oh no, he's here. I gotta go. It's the same lines. So I, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be the conversation that happened just as he was, you know, walking in the door. What does um, he play it on? He plays it on something that looks like a little tape recorder, but then he does seem to use that to, like, download information later mm-hmm. when he, like, uh, looks up the stuff about the prison on the uh, FBI uh, website or whatever that he hacks into. I mean, I mean, he could, he could, I mean, if he was, you know, in a car with, uh, with uh, a microphone or, or some kind of, you know, technology that can hack into her call yeah he could have that but why it's on like a sort of tape recorder would be weird yeah like he had to rewind it like it was just it was just weird like it seems so old-fashioned and yet like futuristic yeah like it's macho macho yeah i uh i uh, well, we'll talk about that in the next podcast. We'll have to revisit this scene when it's, I. It's a whole thing. So, so the thing, I, the specific thing I was going to mention is that he he makes this call, yeah. And you you find out that he's expecting to speak to Philip Jeffries, Philip fucking Jeffries, David Bowie's character from Firewalk with Me. Oh wow! I didn't. That, I, I knew that name. I couldn't. I couldn't place who that was. Yeah, that's wow. who he's. That yeah. Philip Jeffries reference? Are you shitting me? Really? <laughs> really? You put that in there? Damn. So he's so he's been working with Philip Jeffries. This is the whole thing. I mean, we'll have to talk about this in more detail because there's a there's a big plot going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it turns out it's not Philip Jeffries. He he gradually realizes it's somebody else. Yeah. And and the guy he's talking to is like, is like, you know, I'm gonna be with Bob soon, and you're, you know, you're gonna go back, and and it, it, it sort of seems like it. And he also mentions like you met with Major Briggs, mm-hmm. so they they bring that thing up. Um, so it's like, what, what? Yeah, I originally thought this was Dale. I originally thought. You know, this was Dale basically warning Bob, like, I'm coming after you. You're oh. going to, you know, have to get back in. I mean, it doesn't sound like him. It doesn't. Well, you know how Lynch is when, when it comes to, like, you know, uh, people people hiding their voice. Dick LaRon is dead. didn't sound like, you know, Bill Pullman. You're totally right. You're totally uh, right. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's what I thought. But then I also thought maybe it was Mike... Um, yeah, you yeah. know, someone else who who has an interest in in this whole thing. But I just love that he that he was wrong. I love that he didn't recognize the voice. I love that right. he he just assumed because it seemed like 
this machine was set up to make this call at a particular time. Like something had to be right. You know, he looks at his watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they had a, either either a, a, a pre-appointed time to talk, or this machine kind of connected to whatever it needed connected to at a certain time. Something happened that this wasn't like a random call. You know what I mean? And, and the fact that like he just starts talking to this person, and then in the middle goes, "Wait a minute, who am I talking to?" Which reminded me of like Memento. Mm-hmm. You know, like, wait, who's on the phone? Um, <laughs> and uh, and I love that you know someone else is out there who knows what's happening and and yeah. So when he says I just called to say goodbye, it, it, that made me think it was Cooper. Like you know, uh, but when he's like, "This is Philip Jeffries, right?" Which makes me think he doesn't talk to Philip a lot or something. He doesn't know right. his voice. Like, yeah. Uh, well, um, that when the conversation started, I was like, "Do they really want us to believe that's Philip Jeffries?" It was obviously not David Bowie. Not just because like you can tell it's not his voice, but like if you if you rewatch, if you check out Fire Walk with Me and you listen to David Bowie in those scenes, like he's doing this weird accent. He's doing this like Southern act, like Southern American accent. Yeah, it's 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 weird, and this guy doesn't sound anything like that. Like and not David not Boy's even dead. an imitation. <laughs> Sorry, what? And David Bowie's dead. And well, yeah, there's that. I mean, I think actually he was alive when they were filming, but I think he was probably sick or something. Like I, 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 I I'm guessing. I'm guessing that they uh, they wanted to maybe incorporate him some more, and that's why he's getting referenced. But um, they had to kind of work around that. that. That's my best guess. Wow. Yeah, um, the Jeffries thing is is completely unexplained, right? Like. Yeah. Doesn't he just show up and disappear and, like, that's it? So, yeah. I mean, there's there's a little more about Philip Jeffries and the missing pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they show him in this hotel in Buenos Aires, I think. Um, oh, that's uh, right. Uh, so, uh, like, those scenes kind of and, – and they show some more extended stuff about what he says. He mentioned some stuff about the ring. So it's, it's sort of implied uh, – well, okay, they directly say, like, he was missing for two years – yeah. And uh, he clearly, like, visited the Black Lodge somehow. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he mentioned seeing their meeting. He talks about the convenience store. And he, and in is the missing the pieces, he mentions the ring. Is that the Black Lodge, though? Well. The, like, the place that they are above the, gar- you know, above the convenience store? I, I, I guess, I guess maybe I should say, yeah, it's the Black Lodge characters. Okay, okay. Um, and, and at a certain point, like, they, they show the drapes. And I, I thought it was implying, I guess maybe it's sort of like, sort of like what they're doing now, that, like, the Black Lodge leads there or something, hmm. you know, but maybe it's not inside, like, you know, they can get to there from the Black Lodge. Yeah. Because I think they show them, like, going directly to the Black Lodge from that room. Okay. So it made me think they were the same thing, but I guess now with this episode, I, I, I think maybe it's more just that they can they can access that room from mm-hmm. the Black Lodge. You know, since that's, like, a possibility now. Seems like you can access anywhere, yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. It, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, but, but anyway, like, he, he's, he's like, I went to one of their meetings, and, you know, he says a lot of crazy stuff. He also points to Cooper, and he's like, do you know who that is there? Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, what? now, you know, now with this, I'm starting to wonder, did he, did he think it was Cooper because he saw him in the Black Lodge? Did he think it was Doppelganger Cooper because he was working with him somehow, you know? Like I, there's, there's something there. Yeah, there's something there. 
Um, it's crazy that they're, I mean, even bringing, I mean, such an obscure detail. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, that David Bowie sequence in Firewatch, it's crazy. It's a crazy yeah. sequence. It's super crazy. It's like, what one of the weirder things in that movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing that, you know, reminds me of the new series. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of how strange it is. Um, and how just like, and then he disappears and they're like, he's gone. He was never here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? Did, did Cooper, Cooper had a dream, right? Like that was the whole thing. Like, didn't he have a dream about it? Cause like he shows up and he, and he does the whole thing with the, uh, security cameras. He's clearly expecting something. Yeah. Right. He says he had a dream and it's that day. And then that's when he goes and starts, like, walking back and forth with the camera. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He had some dream that that led him to expect something was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, which was crazy. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so this scene with uh, with Cooper Bob, um, yeah, I, I love that he's got this, this weird technology thing. You know, he's got some weird contraption that allows him to sort of do this, facilitate this communication. Um, uh, reminds me of Lost, you know, with their, like, weird pseudo-science-y things and contraptions. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. But then, yeah, I didn't actually catch this. So he's on the FBI computer thing, right? Like, what, yeah. what did he do? So I'm assuming he's looking up Ray because uh, in the phone conversation, Ray mentions that he's in federal oh, prison. So is Ray Matthew Lillard? No, is, no, no. That's, uh, that's Hastings. Uh, that's... Ray is a character you haven't seen yet. No, no, no. You've seen Ray. Ray is one oh. the two. It's Ray and Daria that he recruits in the scene. Uh, and... I gotta rewatch this because so I like don't... Ray is gonna go get the get information from Hastings' secretary. So that's Matthew Lillard's secretary. Like she has important information that uh, oh. that Bob wants, and he's supposed to get it. But then it seems like it seems like he got it, but then he got arrested. So I think that's what he finds out from. Daria before he kills her and I think now he's going to track down Ray. I think that's what's happening. I, let me just be clear. This is the this is stuff I only understood when I watched it the second time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did I did not follow that scene at all the first time. Like whatsoever. I I I was just in this constant state of shock. Like where is but Cooper Bob? Like is he in Buckhorn? I feel like he must be he must be in Buckhorn or close to it because I mean they show him killing um, you know uh, Hastings' wife. Yeah, um, and I think when he's on the machine, he they do. Okay, that dot for Buckhorn must be his current location. That's what I would guess. Yeah. Yeah, I love the big South Dakota thing on there. <laughs> no map ever looks like that. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're zoomed in that close on the state, you know what state it is. That's all for the TV audience. Um, uh, but then, yeah, he he's got a weird login. They mm-hmm. Yankton Federal Prison, and you see, like, how is he hacking into this database? No like, idea. Does he know the the organization is a. You weird... know, you know what that reminds me of is um, the smoke monster like rigging that complicated bomb. Oh yeah, like he just had this like advanced technical knowledge for <laughs> no apparent reason. For no reason. <laughs> 
Yeah, the name is E E U O U B P three X. That's the username. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's like ID number. I'm like, God, what is that? A, does it just random digits? Does that mean anything? Um, and then yeah, it did do a flash. It did a weird flash when he logged in, right? The the thing is like glitching the whole time he's looking at it. It's kind of like it's kind of like fuzzy. And, like, flashing occasionally. It seems like, I mean, David Lynch loves, like, blinking lights. Like, there's that there's that moment from episode one when the, the guy, the cop's, like, flashlight is broken. And it's, that's like... Right. It, it's, it starts showing all these blueprints. Uh, that's right. Oh, it's he's downloading the blueprints. He's downloading blueprints, yeah. Is that why it's flashing? It doesn't look like it's flashing before he starts downloading. I, I thought it was flashing the whole time. I mean... No, I, mean, I can look uh, again, but I, I saw it flashing the whole time. I when I saw it again, I saw it flashing the whole time. Let me see. It, I mean, yeah, I guess it something's happening. Yeah, it's kind of dimming. The screen's kind of dimming and flickering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, right. that, that's it, what I mean. That's what I mean. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it is sort of like bad um, connection, I guess, is the idea or something. Yeah, or... he just he loves those like fluorescent lights blinking. They have that in um, in Firewalk with Me, and also in the in the pilot in the room when they look at Laura's body the first time. It's just he like loves, he loves strobe lights. I uh, use it with the tree too. Yeah, the strobe is is huge. That that blue white light he loves. The other thing I, I remember too from this was um uh the flashlights in people's faces. Remember that from Inland Empire? Oh when, yeah. And that when they're sitting around, they have the flash. They did that in, in here, except it was uh, the flashlights are off camera. Right. But you know when they're uh going through the woods, uh, you see the flashlights on people's faces. Uh, oh yeah, they did that in Firewalk with me too. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I'm talking about. Firewalk with me. It's all blending together. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought like that was interesting. I'm like, oh yeah, this is like in the Empire, except in the Empire you see them holding the flashlights, which makes it seem weird. Right. Uh, right. 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 Yeah, 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 I was thinking about that. Like, it's like, who's holding that flashlight? Like, nobody could be holding that thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like this weird stylized thing of like their their face illuminated by flashlight. Yeah, yeah, he likes that. Like this kind of like you can't see everything; you can only see what the light reveals. The little spotlight part reveals. Exactly. So what exactly. happens? So he he finishes with the computer, and then there's a woman in the room. And I'm trying to figure out who she is and what happened. And is this, uh, is this, uh, you're talking about Jennifer Jason Lee? Jennifer Jason Lee? Yeah, yeah, she, that's her. I didn't recognize her. I don't know what's happening here. I don't remember this scene. What's you don't remember that here? scene? I don't remember this scene. I don't remember Jennifer Jason Lee being in this. She's one yeah. of my f- ever. She is in this. I, it's a brief I, scene, but she well, is in this. I'm confused. I'm really confused. Maybe, maybe I, yeah, maybe I thought she was Daria or something. I got confused. I don't know what happened. I don't remember this at all. Hmm. Yeah, you find out he's like, he's got other people, not just the hangers on we've already seen. Damn. On top of everything, you're going to put Jennifer Jason Lee in this shit? Oh mm-hmm. my God. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. And this is only the first two episodes. Who knows who's coming next? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's more people coming. I mean, who wouldn't sign up? I mean, any actor would probably be like, yeah, yeah I'll jump in some Twin Peaks. What are you, fucking stupid? I'll jump in this thing. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I was a little not paying attention or something happened at the end of that. Um, I didn't really catch what was happening there. Or maybe I just, like, well, yeah, didn't see her face, and by the time I was paying attention, she wasn't facing screen or something. Right. Wow, I gotta gotta digest that. Jennifer Jason Lee's up in here. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> uh, non-existent! Oh, I'm telling you, man, it's like best, it's like the best thing ever. I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's crazy. Not existed. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say a quick thing about the effects. Because, like, I've, I've seen a lot of people talking about the effects. Talking about what? Just, just in terms of, like, the, the way they look, you know. Because, like, it's he likes a particular style of effect. I mean, you talked about it earlier with, like, the floating face, you know. Yeah. That, that's actually an effect he uses a lot. Like, that, that face thing um, is in Lost Highway. It's in um, uh, it's in Twin Peaks. It's in um, uh, Mulholland. Like he he uses it in like everything. Yeah. Um, and uh, like you can tell what it is. You know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't really present like a plausible illusion, I guess. And like a lot of his effects are along these lines. Um, but but it I guess like the artificial nature of it has a certain kind of effect <laughs> that he likes, I guess, because like. I think he could have effects that look more like what you see on other shows. Yeah, I think he likes to. the basic photography of it. I think that's what he likes because it's like an old school photography effect. Right, right. Uh, it's just uh, a camera. Yeah. Yeah, and and overlaying film and and and. Right. and I think there's like probably something interesting there for him, and and I do think the fact that it looks. It doesn't look real makes it more plausible in a way because it looks unintuitive. Um, and right. I think a lot of these weird things should look unintuitive. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, so I, in a weird way, it works. And I think, yeah, it's just a style that he likes and you have to, uh, you know, just kind of deal with it. Um Right. Uh, yeah, it's not like another like a horror movie or something else where they would they would make it seem kind of like what you would expect it to look like. Um, uh, yeah, it is. It is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's sort of like if you watch any of his movies or the original Twin Peaks, like that's the style of special effects he's into. And so it, it's not the kind of thing you see on TV all the time, but it's it's clearly into, it's not just like. Bad special effects. Were people saying it was just bad special effects? I, I saw people saying that. Listen, if you're out there and you have anything negative to say about Twin Peaks, go fucking watch something else. <laughs> Seriously. This is not a time to bring in your critique about what you you know what I mean? Like it just this is this is this is like getting a second birthday in a year or something, you know what I mean? Like this is like this is so far more than what anybody deserves, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that it just, it doesn't, I, I just feel like, you know, this is obviously my own thought about it. I just, you don't, don't feel like you should be talking about it like it's a regular show, you know? Like, it's just like, oh, here's another season of the show, great, let's tear it apart like we do everything else, you know what I mean? Right. Like, 
it's it's just to me it's bigger than that uh it's not just like another season of a show uh and like oh the effects look bad motherfucker this is exactly what they want the effects to look like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh and it looked like that for a reason and if you were a david lynch fan you would know this is what he likes this is his style like uh, you know those videos he would have on his website and stuff had to have those kind of effects. You know yep. what I mean? Like, um, like he he he. That's that's his style. Yeah, you know? Rabbit said like, that. Yeah, and like this is this is this is for the fans. You know. Uh, yeah. And if you if you're brand new to Twin Peaks, fine, great. You know, join join the club. But like, um, you know, you're fucking 21 year old millennial. Like these effects look bad. Yeah, go go fucking watch fucking. <laughs> something else i can't even think of anything worth them watching uh, uh, uh you know what i mean it just it's not even don't even you know the leftovers fine that's a whole that's a new show go at it go at it tear it apart if you want mm-hmm. you know but like uh, don't don't bring that shit to twin peaks you know um yeah my friend at work was like um I was like, hey, anybody seen Twin Peaks? He's like, oh, is it good? I was like, it's the best thing I've seen on TV. <laughs> uh, you mm. know, and like, oh, is it, uh, is it, is it, is it, uh, well, he said something like, uh, he was basically saying the, 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 you know, oh, yeah, I forgot how he phrased it, but he was basically saying the first two seasons were boring. And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, they, you know, there were some parts of season two that weren't that great. And he was like, I didn't even finish season one. I'm like, oh, God, okay. Well, I don't know. What to do. Oh, yeah. I've talked to people like that where it's like yeah, uh, even just the whole show itself was too Yeah, exactly. Too slow. And I'm just like, okay. Even the parts that, like, most people think are good. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, I can't help you. You know, this isn't for you then. Like, yeah. like not the kind of thing where um you know that's like saying um god picasso's blue period should have been green you know <laughs> it's not it's not yeah. quite it's not quite up for debate in a way it's kind of like hey if you don't like it then obviously you don't like it that's totally like fair but it's not the kind of thing where it's like you know the pacing should have been faster no it shouldn't have you know well it's slower because it's an older show but it's slower because it's lynch's like style and if this is slow i mean you know that's 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 what he does. Yeah, exactly. So it's not the kind of thing where you can say, "Oh, I wish it, it should have been this or should have been that," or because I thought it was slow, the it should have been faster. And it's like, no, not at all. In fact, you you're supposed to revel in how fucking slow it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's part of the experience. It's the dreamlike quality. He of loves this drawing those things out. It, it, you get more atmosphere that way. I mean, that was something that I noticed. You know, when I first started watching like the new TV. You know, I always wanted something like Twin Peaks, and I never got it because really, like, no, no show has the patience to to do the yeah. kind of stuff that that you're getting in Twin Peaks or in this. You know, like mm-hmm. to just sit there on, like you're saying, like just sit there on a character. And they're not even saying anything. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna cut to them again, and they're not gonna say anything either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, it's, and 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 and, I, and I, to me, that's what it is. It's like if you if if that's the thing you like, then this is the thing for you. Yeah. And if that's not the thing you like, then this is not the thing for you. It's not about like conformity. I just that you know mm-hmm. that's kind of what I mean about like being in the in the presence of a master at work. You know, it's just it's not about like how can this conform to what I want it to be. Right. Right. The whole point is for you to figure out how you can conform to it right. and get out of it. Yeah. Uh, 
them, you know. And it's, it's not going to be like True Blood. It's not going to be like Homeland. Uh, it's you know, mm-hmm. that's not. <laughs> yeah, like True Blood. Oh, I wish you know we had more story with, with the fairies or something, or I mm-hmm. wish it had this kind of power. I wish it was like the you know whatever. Like that's all up for grabs, you know. But uh, right. yeah, I think Peaks is like completely different, and it's just like you're you're supposed to watch and observe and take it in um yeah and i think you want it to be um you want it to be surprising and uncompromising and like and and its own thing you know uh definitely that that doesn't like back down you know when you poke at the at the edges of it you know right um yeah i'm watching cooper like float in space here um and it was <laughs> that's weird. where we leave him at the end of part two when he's in the box did you notice how the whole i guess the whole room is like this but it was very noticeable on him when he's floating that everything has this like sapia tone to it um you know it just it had this weird kind of look to it i thought that was that was very interesting um oh i guess but, i didn't notice that yeah uh but uh, but yeah, that's where we leave him. What is that supposed to be? And that's so crazy because like the whole point was he's supposed to be getting out of there. They right. Start, it's time for you to go, or whatever. Right. And and now and and you thought it was gonna and I thought it was gonna be like a straightforward. Okay, he's got to find Bob and he's gonna get Bob in here. Right. Uh, but but <laughs> he left him floating in space. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I see the sapia tone you mean. Yeah, you see it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this room is like really it's kind of the whole place, but but particularly when he's in the box, though, it looked it looks like yeah. he it up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just noticing some details in the room that it's like it's I, I love the design of this whole thing. Oh, it's great, and I love all the cameras, and it's like first of all, who's Who's behind it? We still don't know that. Who who did they right. expect to find? Yeah, there's some like billionaire or something. There's some mysterious figure here. I don't know if this is going back to Bob or there's some other like character, like Wyndham Earl type character who like wants uh, to access the Black Lodge. Not Wyndham Earl, but Charles Widmore, perhaps. Wit Widmore Earl. Yeah. Yeah, once they said a billionaire was behind it, I'm like, if Charles Woodmore shows up here, where is Just Alan? Just in terms of like trying to access the thing, but yeah, you're right. The uh, Woodmore is a better comparison as far as like the function and the story. Mm-hmm. Um, like, are they trying to capture somebody? Are they trying to? Was it? Was it? Was it for Cooper? Yeah, the guy on the phone said like, "I'll be with Bob again." So I, you know. I don't know if that's the guy or not, but, um, you know, uh, maybe that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Again, you were with him before. Who are you? Yeah, that's why I thought he was Cooper. Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. Maybe they'll do that. We'll see. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, the whole room with the cameras, you know, it was interesting how they made, you know, the boxes are still there. So this is a seeming like a fairly new enterprise. Uh, right. You know, but it was, but it's, you know, sort of temporary in a way, you know, like, um, but yeah, it was, where did the, <laughs> God, David Lynch makes a mystery out of where did the security guard go? I know. 
it's just like it's the most mysterious thing. And because he was so adamant about his job before, mm-hmm. and set up, that makes it even stranger that he's gone. Exactly. Um, and um, you know, it begs the question: Are there multiple security guards? Do they have shifts? Is it really this one guy? You know, twenty four seven, or you know, whatever. How how often does the the the, the dude work? You know, sort of a thing. Right. Um. But uh, but yeah, when the monster comes in the box, like, w- was that because they were having sex? Was it because there was a lot of emotion? Was it because you know what was the reason and why? Um, and I, you know, that was where we left off at the box. So are we gonna right. come back to the box? And the billionaire is like, oh shit, like it happened again, or mm-hmm. this is the first time, or or will we come back and there's like a new person in another box, and like this person has no idea what happened before, right? You know, yeah, yeah or, they could do that. Those uh, all seem yeah. like possibilities. And and is and is I guess this place is very specific like it's a it's a conduit i guess from the from the intergalactic highway or something it seems that way yeah the lost highway perhaps Uh-oh. <laughs> um which is which is really which is really interesting i wonder if there is a connection there with that um hmm, hmm, hmm. um there was some sort of spatial traveling on lost highway there was there was there definitely was. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious about the. Will we see the monster thing again? Was that just supposed to let us know? Like, did that? Did that again? Did that thing get described as non-existent by the doppelganger tree uh, evolution? I was wondering if it was the doppelganger tree, which like makes no sense. I understand, but mm-hmm. the only reason I thought that is because uh, you know the doppelganger tree is what sort of pushes Cooper into this space. And obviously it's shown as a menacing figure. And so I was just like, whoa, because because like the story tells us that like that monster attack happened like right after Cooper came in and then left. Yeah. So I just thought like the only thing we know that like might have been pursuing him would be that. But it's like, but why would it look like I mean, it looks nothing like it looked in the black lodge. So yeah uh, i i don't have any reason to think that's what it is but i guess the thing is like if it's not that i mean what what is it what is that is thing that, is that thing out is it is it something we need to be worried about out in the world now and that's going to be part of the plot you know mm-hmm. like that there's these strange murders and and you know is it is it a type of inhabiting spirit that could actually take over people if it wanted to right yeah i mean that thing is i mean you could have a whole horror movie about what that thing is you know what definitely I mean? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You could the, ignore the rest of the plot and just focus on that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy to get this much. To I to feel get... that way about a lot of stuff in this, like where it's like you could just focus on this, and this could be like a whole a whole movie or a whole mini series by itself. Yeah. yeah, the fact that we have eighteen hours here, that's like it's huge. You know, six David Lynch movies. Yeah, you know, or you know, see, almost. Uh, nine regular movies. Yeah. That's a lot of story. I mean, this is you know, it's it's definitely a feat to uh, have. I'm surprised there's even this much story to tell. Honestly, me too. And I, I mean, especially considering like the the original agreement was nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, how did they? How did they? How did they agree to nine? And turns out, no, sorry, is we have eighteen. 
Yeah, like like whatever they came up for nine was only half the story, or they or they cut, you know, or it was twice the pace or something, you know, and they had yeah. to like slow it down, or they had to like add more subplots or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it is interesting what just ugh, what they even came up with is, you know, I would have never guessed some so much of this this stuff uh, would have been relevant, you know. Yeah, I mean, since they negotiated it, like, I'm assuming that it's not going to be filler. I'm assuming they have something, you know, to fill that time with. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's worthwhile. Uh, but it is long. I mean, for a cable series, like, 18 episodes is very long. It's two seasons, basically, of a regular, yeah. you know, sometimes they're like 10 episodes. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, Leftovers is only 8 this season. It was, it was 10 before. Game of Thrones is usually 10. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very common to have 10, maybe 12. Yeah. But 18? I mean, that's... That's the other thing, too, that they didn't... They didn't d- just split in the two seasons. They could have kept our attention for another they year. Said, hey, done that. we'll do half this year and half next year. And... Yeah. Would have been fine. Would have been fine. This show's yep. going to run until September. I don't know how we're going to manage. <laughs> I don't understand how we're supposed to live with our lives. And every week we get a new Twin Peaks episode until like September. I don't understand that. I don't either. It doesn't seem possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, and and Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so yeah, this whole thing with Leland. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Man, I just again seeing all these people, and then Ray Wise shows up, and you're just like, thank the gods. <laughs> wow, holy shit! You know, I yeah. mean, these these characters are so iconic. You know, these you know these these actors are so. Um, specific. There's just nobody who could replace these people. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Fine, Laura, what the fuck are you talking about, dude?" And he's all upset. He feels guilty. Looks guilty. Definitely. You know? Um, and I'm assuming, yeah, this is the this is the Leland from when Bob brought him in there. And yeah, yep. that's the thing I wanted to ask you. When Bob brings him in there, and uh, that's that's Fire Walk with me, right? Yeah. Uh, when and then and then Mike is like uh, the one arm guy is like I want my pain and sorrow and then mm-hmm. like Bob, you know Leland has like a wound a bloody sort of his shirt's kind of bloody on his abdomen yeah and then he takes that off and his shirt's like clean so he kind of takes that wound his pain and sorrow I guess and then he blows it on the ground and the blood comes on the ground and then it disappears so I'm confused on what that was about first of all why is it Mike's pain and sorrow. And is that how he gets it? Just by throwing it in the floor, and he they absorbed it. I, I did, did you do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, you know, so some of this is just like guessing because like it's not really spelled out. But um, it seems to me that um, he he takes. I, I thought some of the pain and sorrow maybe somehow also came from Laura, and he picked it up. But maybe it's just Leland's. Either way, um, uh, I thought the idea was that like it was a representation of like his pain and sorrow as the blood that he threw on the floor, and then somehow it transfigured into because they cut to the creamed corn, you know, which is the Garmin Bosia, which is the pain and sorrow. Yeah. So I thought like somehow the the blood turned into turned into the corn, which then the little man. Now why is it Mike's? Well, I I have so, I, I, so 
there's a there's a plot that happened in Fire Walk with Me that's like very understated, but um, there's something to it, and I don't know if we'll go back to it in the new series. But in the uh, the scene when Mike uh, confronts uh, Leland, and mainly he's confronting Leland, but Laura's in the car with him. Um, he, he if you listen to what he's saying, he says, "You stole the corn." Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some kind of plot about like Bob like stole the gar- their Garmin Bosia. And so I think um, once he kills uh, Laura, he owes them uh, Garmin Bosia that he stole. So I think that's why it's his. Like, you took mine, so now this that you just made is mine to pay me back. I think that's what it means. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I see, I see. And, and, and so... Okay, so Mike, Mike. Okay, so Philip Gerard was like a dude, right? And then I okay him, right? You just opened up a can of worms by saying Philip Gerard, because like I can't even with that, because uh, that's that's like thing number three. I mean, it's bad enough that we have Leland Bob versus Cooper Bob, where it's a doppelganger. Then there's the third thing where it's like Mike even specifically says. Like, I, you know, I'm an inhabiting spirit. Yeah. You know? But unlike Bob um, and all the other Black Lodge characters who have, like, a specific form that they take inside the Black Lodge as, like, this is my true form when I'm not inhabiting a spirit, mm-hmm. uh, Mike just looks like Philip Gerard all the time. And, yeah. and also, Philip Gerard is missing an arm. Mike's arm became the little man from another place... Uh, that's Philip Gerard's arm, like turned into a living creature. Yes, that's the evolution of the arm. That was the first evolution. <laughs> like, like really? So yeah, it's a confusing thing. Like it seems kind of inconsistent. Like, like, um, like Mike should be a different thing. He shouldn't look like Philip Gerard, and yet he should have one arm still. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah, because he he cut off his arm, but but if he cut off his arm, then he cut off sort of Philip Gerard's arm, which was also his arm. Yeah, yeah, it's super it's super confusing. Because um, I'm, re- I'm 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 on I'm on a Twin Peaks wiki reading this thing, and then you know wikis are sometimes tough because they kind of interpret things that they definitely. Because uh, it was, it's saying you know Mike is a spirit who can inhabit a human house similar to Bob, who was his partner in a in a serial mur- in serial murder. After committing several rape slash murders with Bob, Mike claims to have had a religious epiphany and repented, cutting off his own arm to rid himself of a firewalk with me tattoo, which symbolized being touched by the devilish one. In quotes, uh, Bob would not repent. Mike spent several years trying to find and stop Bob. He currently inhabits shoe salesman Philip Michael Gerard. So. Uh, what I'm what I'm getting at here, what I the thing I'm interested in is is this idea of Bob. You know, what what does Bob have? Is is it is there anything special about Bob inhabiting Cooper's body now, than what he was doing before, or is it all the same? You know, and like, has he was he supposed to, is he supposed to like go back to the Black Lodge like periodically? You know, or you know what I mean, or is it is he free to roam? Or not? Is it every 25 years he's got to go back in? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they seem to say he's supposed to go back in now. Like, there's some kind of 
there's some kind of necessity for him to to go back to the Black Lodge, but I have no idea why or where that came from. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and also, like, what was his ability? I mean, the thing is, like, he was possessing Leland since he was like eight or something. So, I mean, he was out of the Black Lodge for I don't know at least thirty years. Um. You know, maybe even more than that. Maybe 40 years or 35 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, before that. And yeah, there was the early days. The early days with Bob and Mike when they were killing. um, That has not been spelled out at all. I I don't really understand that part of the story. I do know that... uh, uh, There was an original draft of Fire Walk With Me where it was going to start like in the 50s or something with the original... Uh, Mike and Bob they were were gonna like fill in some of those things but obviously that got taken away at some early draft stage Um, uh, so that's that's a part of the story I don't really understand Uh, but but I mean to me like the the, the thing that makes it different is the doppelganger stuff Mm -hmm. you know otherwise I would say it's the same you know, and I feel like it it plays in a way like it is the same, but then there's the doppelganger thing. Yeah, so the idea is Mike and Bob were just inhabiting other people while and and killing through them, basically. I guess so. Yeah, uh, but but perhaps, but it seems like they can they they can do it for a long time. I mean, Laura was being molested since she was twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, by Bob through Leland. So yeah. it, I, I, I'm just curious, what's the difference between? It seems like with like Cooper's a special. You know, I want to make him a loophole. You know, like he's a special case. Like somehow he was able to trade places with with someone in the Black Lodge, not just like inhabit them and in the real world, and therefore that allowed him to like you know I guess not be in the Black Lodge all that time. But I guess enough is enough and he's got to like rejoin it or something right i Uh, mean maybe when they were possessing people they had to make check-ins i mean they they do show like you said leland checking in at the black lodge after he kills laura um and and delivering the the garment bosia i question how much mike wanted to stop bob though i mean when we see him in fire walk with me i'm not convinced that he tried that he really wanted to stop him so much as he wanted his Garmin Bosia bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what that's what Fire Walk with Me makes it look like. Well, he does try to wake Leland up in that one scene. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's not trying to. I mean, he's not stopping him, but he does. He is trying to like tell him he's Bob, basically. Uh, you know, when he like is on the on the on the street and he like runs to them and you know that when they're when leland's like revving up the car right, and, right right uh that whole scene uh he's, he's trying to have some kind of intervention but it doesn't work <laughs> but that's that, that's the thing though like if you remember him from this so in that scene it, it's very clear that he knows that bob is inhabiting leland yes. i mean not to mention the later scene where he literally sees it in front of his very eyes mm-hmm. then in the series even when he's off his haloperidol, because, you know, we can always talk about the haloperidol, yeah. but, but uh, even when he's off that, he's like, oh, Bob is near now. He is in a, room, a house with many rooms, and each occupied by... He goes into this, like, quasi-mystical thing, like, 
Like, yeah. I think Bob, he could just say it's Leland. He fucking knows it's Leland. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, like, when I watch it now, I'm just, I'm I'm so suspicious of everything he says. It's like the what the giant says, in the, I think, in the first episode of the new se- this new seri- season, where he's like, uh, everything can't be said right now, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically says, like, I can probably tell you everything you got to do, but not right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a, a little bit of a problem with uh, the Friar Rock movie being a prequel that came after the series. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, switching things around. Yeah, it, it, it's a bit weird. Yeah, his whole character is a bit weird the whole time. But, yeah, it begs the question, if, 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 uh, if Mike is in the Black Lodge, then where is Philip Gerard? In the real world. Exactly. Yeah. Is there still a Philip Gerard? I mean, who's selling those shoes? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> who's selling those shoes? They don't sell themselves. <laughs> they really don't. Um, interesting. No. So we'll see what that... they do with Mike in the new series. I'm I'm curious what direction they take. I mean, so far he seems to he seems to be fairly helpful, and and you know generally speaking, like the giant uh, Mike, uh, the little man uh, who's now the tree, the arm, what have you. Like they all seemed like relatively helpful, and it seemed like you know Bob was the evil one. Even yeah. the uh, the grandmother and the grandson, like they seemed yeah. relatively helpful as well. But, I mean, that scene in Fire... It's Fire Walk With Me that really fucked everything up. I mean, there's that scene where, like, they're all meeting in the room. It's the little man, you got the grandmother and the grandson, and you got Bob there. And the grandson's, like, fell a victim. And and, the, and they give him the ring, too. And it's like, yeah. what? What? And, and then it makes it seem like they're in on it. I think they're... I think they are. I mean, I think they are... You know, they're whatever's happening is their nature, right? I mean, they're making choices, but I think it's just their nature. There's no like judgment really. Now, obviously, there's this thing with Mike deciding what they were doing were wrong, or something like that, cutting off his arm. There's something mm-hmm. there, but it's not. But this karma buzzy is the thing that they eat. That's a part of their thing. So they're not like necessarily judging. You know, I mean, I don't. I don't know how else you get pain and sorrow. Maybe they right. Mike thinks there's a way to get it naturally that you don't have to force it out of people or or sort of put them through hell to get it or something maybe mm-hmm. uh but the, you know begs the question do they all eat that you know maybe maybe the other people there's a, a good version of that that they eat or something you know um so that's the sense that i get that there's just these kind of entities you know what i mean it's kind of like with um the, the Greek pantheon of gods, you know, you have the like, you know, you have Hades, who's the god of the underworld, but like, you know, he's just doing his job like everybody else, you know, right. what I mean? the other gods aren't like, oh, Hades, you shouldn't be evil. You right. know, like that's his thing. That's <laughs> you know, the god of the Lord, yeah. that's his thing, you know, so Bob comes off to me like that, you know, where maybe they have some opinion about, you know, what they should be doing with this world or not, but um but it's not like he's necessarily a black sheep and they have to like stop him and they're all good or something like that you know um it could just be that you know it's a because the kind of the way it comes across to me is that this is all sort of a coincidence that this this realm and this entity of people intersected with our planet you know and 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 bob is just having his fun with it in a way that the way he can you know um but that they have this existence that 
is not really interdependent upon people, you know. Um, that that's kind of how it comes off to me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that there's this other realm or something that they're from or dimension and they have other things that are going on. You know, clearly there's <laughs> there's other things going on in the universe. Definitely. Uh, uh, that, that has nothing to do with Earth, you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, bad luck that Bob found this place. He found it like a gateway that he could go have fun, you know, right. in Twin Peaks or something. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's maybe it's sort of a reverse lost, you know, where sort of the the Black Lodge and the realm it represents is sort of the island, and and uh, and he wants to get off the island right. and stay like in the real world, so he could like you know um, reign. But 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 what's interesting is I I'm not sure what powers he has. Right, he hasn't he hasn't really done anything supernatural. Right, like in terms of like you know he doesn't have like telekinesis or like. Um, Unless I'm forgetting something, like he oh. has anything like supernatural. He, I mean, he did kind of hit that guy, and the guy did kind of seem dead. So maybe he's like supernaturally strong or something. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, you know, it didn't really seem like he's he's got any like supernatural power. Uh, yeah, I think I mean aside from like being able to inhabit people. Um, yeah, as as this form, because it, it kind of seems like he can't like body hop, like switch bodies, you know, which is a lot like Lost Season 6. It does seem that way, you're right. <laughs> uh, either, either he can or he just doesn't have a need to switch bodies, like the Cooper vessel facilitates what he needs. Right. But I do think there's something with them switching bodies, the doppelganger switching with the good Cooper is mm-hmm. the is the thing that mattered you know um yeah um and and i think the other people like leland is dead so that's why he's there laura's dead that's why she's there right um but but yeah cooper is there but his body's not dead so i guess it's just his mind again here's loss here's consciousness separate the body yeah and the whole claiming thing which is a which is a twin peaks thing lost took um yeah definitely (laughs) Definitely. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. But I do think it's an interesting parallel here with this idea of evil incarnate. When you get up and close and personal, not being that evil, um, there's, right. there's some kind of parallel there. Um, you know, evil is what men do or something, not them the men themselves or I don't know mm-hmm. some quote out there that probably sums that up. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, man. Um, there's more, way more to talk about. We're gonna continue this uh, commentary. I mean, this um, <laughs> not commentary, but uh, this series on uh, Twin Peaks season three. Uh, you can email us at uh, uh, Mr. Podcast CJ <laughs> at uh, gmail dot com. Uh, it took us a while to remember that. Our well known email address. <laughs> Never really used it. Uh, we also have Claude and Justin at gmail.com. You can email us if you yeah. have some thoughts or comments uh, about the episode or the podcast. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, yeah, man, anything else you want to say before we... Uh, uh, no, we should... Yeah, we should definitely delve into this, uh, some of these details a little more. There's there's a ton there, but... I mean, it's it's 
it's really exciting to have Twin Peaks back uh, in 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 any form at all, and uh, to you know to have such crazy and interesting things to think about and watch and uh, talk about is uh, yeah, I mean it's the kind of thing that's um, you know I just I don't know I just feel really lucky that 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 I actually get to. <laughs> experience that how often does your you know the 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 gum you like come back in style you know (laughs) never basically never (laughs) it's you know it's just unbelievable and you know i mean even just the concept of like revisiting a thing you know i mean i was always scared of like you know the vega brothers the pulp fiction revisit or whatever you know anytime like you know, you want to go back to a thing that I really, it's just, it's, it, yeah. it's so fraught with ways it could go wrong, you know? And, and I, I really think like this did not, it really avoided, <laughs> it really avoided the ways it could have gone wrong. I mean, if you look at like X-Files, oh. uh, Arrested Development, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing that has come back has been this good. Seriously, nothing not even close. has ever been this good. It didn't, it gave us more of what we wanted, not less. It didn't, right. it didn't hide the goodies. It didn't say, you know, we'll, we'll tease it up and show you Cooper in the Black Lodge and then in five episodes we'll get to it or something. It didn't say, oh, maybe there was no Black Lodge. Let's oh, move geez. on. Oh, man. Yeah, right. Oh, geez. Oh, X-Files. Oh, you failed us all. Yeah, I I agree. I, I yeah. I, I feel really lucky. It feels just unreal. It just feels unreal that this is a thing to uh, to that we just get to get and, and be interested in and watch and new new story of one of the most interesting stories ever put on television. And um, as I tweeted uh, when I was watching it, uh, you know, Twin Peaks reinvents television again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think. I really think the bar has been set. I mean, it just uh, raised, you know, it just, it, yep. it's, it's beyond regular TV. I mean, it's obviously it's art, you know, but, um, it's just such a crazy experience, you know? Um, and I'm, I'm curious what other people, I was trying to look on Twitter to see what some other people were saying. I haven't really seen too many, like, cause I was trying to see if like Stephen King had anything to say about it. And mm-hmm. there's some other, like people I was like, or, like Clive, uh, Clive Barker. I saw his mm. And I was like, oh, maybe he saw it. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really seen any uh, celebrities or big writer directors sort of talk about it yet. And I'm really nervous about spoilers because I haven't seen Me episodes. Episode and of- they're out there. Of course they're out there. So I'm not on Reddit. I don't think I'm going to be on Reddit. Honestly, uh, I, I don't. I, you know, it's going to sound crass, but I don't actually care about other people's opinions of Joe <laughs> at all. I don't care. Even if they figure something out, I don't know. I kind of don't even care to find out. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, just, you know, but like with leftovers, I'm totally cool going to Reddit and seeing what people have to say. But like with this, I'm like, I don't care what you have to say. Uh, this is like a personal journey. Uh, you know, like, you know, we're so lucky that Lynch is still alive. I mean, not that he's the oldest person on earth or anything. But I'm just saying, generally speaking, you know, he's still alive and making stuff. Which is, right. Which is, lucky enough and um and uh then he was willing to dive into such a huge project yeah um, come back to this huge thing you know he could have said no nah, you know i did it already it's done mm-hmm. but this is yeah this is like your favorite band it broke up 25 years ago and like i said before like they're just like hey we got a concert we have a new album and then like it's just as good like it's 
you know. Like yeah. It's, it's different than the original show, but, you know, not in any ways that, uh, or what was I going to say? Not in any ways that count. <laughs> Wait, in ways that count? I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's different, but not in any way that, like, makes it bad or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different in an, in an interesting way. Because, yeah. yeah, if they just, if it was just, like, a reunion show and they just try to, like, copy the old series with the with the <laughs> actors, I mean, that wouldn't be good either, you yeah. know? So, like, finding that balance of not ruining things, doing something new and interesting that still feels like it's connected to Twin Peaks, but isn't just... Re- I mean, it's a delicate balance. I, I, I think they did a pretty good job of that. It's a, it's an, it's a nay impossible task that they managed to succeed, uh, you know, to be able to, like, again, like, add to the original without tarnishing it um yeah expanding the mystery and the intrigue and all this stuff and again like now some of my favorite twin peak stuff is in this you know (laughs) i didn't i wouldn't have thought that going in like that i would see things and 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 experience scenes that would be so um novel like i swear man i was like I, i was emotional watching this i just was couldn't believe it i was just like i've never seen anything like this like i've never seen anything like this some of these yeah. scenes and shots i'm just like no one's done anything like this before yeah. you know um and it's uh so it just yeah so it just reinforces that feeling of of being lucky to even get any of this because even if it was like i would have loved the shitty version of this it would have been great i would have ate it up you know mm-hmm. even if it was bad it would have been cool just to get some more stuff but uh yeah the fact that it's this interesting is um is is icing on the icing cake and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh so yeah i'm interested to see what happens next and if they're gonna be able to keep up this quality and if uh you know if i mean what how how's a show like this gonna end i mean jesus christ what do you how do you yeah. where do you go from here i mean god oh man non-existent <laughs> love that i love that so much oh man oh man yeah i'll never i remember when they seen the subtitles and he's like non-existent i was like what <laughs> and the fucking floor opens up and you're yeah. flying through some place some metaphor of something A and spacey uh, yeah realm. yeah just yeah completely just completely i mean he hasn't lost it hasn't lost it no definitely not you know hasn't lost anything at all i mean just as sharp and exacting as uh as ever i'm just like you sure you don't want to make movies (laughs) i know i know can we get a lost highway to uh, uh, what happens to, you know just pick up where you left off at the end of that with uh bill pullman changing into whoever else next and... this convinces me that lost highway 2 could actually work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I could actually see uh, i could actually see that that being a thing yeah yeah because there's there's definitely room there to expand on that story Mm-hmm. yeah and um and who knows, man? If yeah, if 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 they take place in connected worlds or something, or yeah, connected together, even even you know, Mulholland Drive, you know, mm-hmm. Cowboy and those kind of characters, you know, uh, could connect to this world somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, jeez, wow. 
So, <laughs> wow, Bob, wow. Wow, Bob, wow. Uh, okay, well, until next time, we'll be back with some more Twin Peaks The Returned. All right. See you next time.